What's up, Ecosystem? Welcome back to ATI Auto Business. My name is Jay. You know, my goal every Tuesday night is to bring you another trade show level business presentation to you wherever you are because your automotive business deserves the latest in transportation and logistics news. And if you're busy, and I know you are, in a minute, I'm going to give the welcome show lineup. If you're watching on demand, you'll know what to expect. You can use the clickable video timecode links in the video description below. Please do use those. Spend a lot of time on those to be helpful and guide you to where you want to get quickly because I know we only have so much time. But uh, please do remember to leave a like, share, comment, tell your friends. Thanks for watching ATI. We sure do appreciate it. Auto recovery. It's on the rise, but what if the repo lot is already full and your car needs to get picked up, put there, sent to the auction? There's delays in transportation because the carrier pay is too low. There's insurance and liability conflicts. There's no keys to the vehicle. Hang on tight. It's time for Vehicle Recovery Roundtable featuring Brianna Cox, Asset Resolutions, David Johns, Dunright Recovery, Jennifer Liagre, Rockwood Recovery, John Newberry, Eagle Eye Recovery, Kevin Armstrong, CU Repossessions, Darcy Case, Indiana Recovery Services, Ryan Miller, NWR Repossessions, Renee Lowe, Harding Brooks, Vaughn Clemens, Automobile Recovery Bureau, and Andrea Amico with Privacy for Cars. Now that's a big roundtable. It's coming up tonight in about one hour. Set your egg timers. Plus, Ty Thompson is here with breaking news with our special guest, Rich Levine. So please do join the live chat, ask your questions, share your thoughts, grow your business, break out of your vertical. Because it's Tuesday Nights Live on ATI Auto Business. I'm Jay, your host. Welcome back. What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for taking the time to join us again on a Tuesday night. We know there are all kinds of places that you can be, need to be, but you're here with us. Thanks for doing that. Um, vehicle Recovery Roundtable is a big deal. It's actually, it's been six months since we had the repo gang, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Please do feel free to be welcome here. This is ATI Auto Business. Whether you're from repo, transport, the auction, the dealership, insurance, you're a forwarder, you're a broker, you're a dispatcher. Whatever you do in automotive and logistics, you're welcome here. Please do say hello in the live chat. We're going to go into the live chat here in a few minutes and say hello. Please do say hello and feel welcome and feel like this is this is a neutral zone and a safe place. No specific category is favored. And we appreciate everybody for tuning in, saying hello. We got industry news at the quarter hour. First half of the news, kind of recap what we've been up to. Second half, the hard news, the industry pulse. So stick around for that. We're going to bring in Ty, and Ty is bringing in Rich. Rich has something to tell us. So that is coming up at the 50-minute mark. Definitely want to stick around for breaking news with Rich Levine. And then we're going to go into the roundtable. I don't know how long we're going to be here tonight. Um, you know, I've, I've watched uh, 
you know, webinars with different associations and once you start dragging out all the topics, you know, that can it can go on for a while. And since we're passionate about logistics, transportation and uh pointing out things that are a nuisance, <laughs> then this could be a really long show. So we're glad you're here. Please do say hello. Mic check one, two, three. We're okay. All right, we're okay. All right, cool. So uh don't forget. You know what you can do. Please do leave a like. If you can find a like, check the the couch cushions under the car, in the garage, even dig in the fountain in the garden. There might be a like stuck in there. So please do uh, do that if you get a chance. Click copy, cr click share. The YouTube link is, is for everyone. And so if you don't know what we're talking about or what we're doing... You know, you can call or text Ty, 417-483-2764, and he wants, to, he wants to help. He wants to talk to you, and, you know, if you're a carrier, if you're an auction, if you're a dealer, if you're a dispatcher, you know, there's a dispatcher training series. And if you need to move a car, oh my gosh, I talked to a car shipper yesterday. I actually, I'm going to talk more about this Thursday. But a car shipper was stuck. And so I talked to a car shipper, and we actually called the broker together. Find out more about that Thursday. We'll be talking about that. But do me a favor, stick around, because right after this, we're going to go into the live chat. We'll be right back. Auction v. Commerce is the universal support solution to help brick-and-mortar auctions respond to the needs of digital buyers and sellers with greater efficiency, accountability, and more access. Auction v. Commerce is a bridge between the dealers of the past and the auction of the future. Are you completely stressed out from all the calls and the contracts and the verifications of loads where nobody ever answers the phone? Call Murphy Auto Dispatch Services today. Murphy Auto Dispatch Services has over 15 years in the transport industry. We are your office while you are on the road. We book, we verify, and we bill out your loads for you. We have an excellent accounting staff and an even better dispatch team. Give us a call today at 417-273-0021. Or if you want to email me, it's murphyautotransport31 at yahoo.com. Give us a call today. Do you need help staying loaded or moving a car? That's the voice of Sue. She runs a dispatch office. She's a fully licensed broker. She's my co-host on Thursdays on Dispatching Live. If you need help, visit murphyautotransportservices.com. Link is in the live chat. All right, cool. Awesome. Here we go. Let's go into, uh, we got the drum roll running. Here we go. Somebody cue the drummer. Let's go into the live chat. All right, thanks so much. Here we are. We're in the live chat. We'll be here for a few minutes, um, not too long, but just want to say hello. Ty got in here first. We love the Repo Gang. Um, who would have thought? Who would have thought? And and I I got the I got the hammer right here. Here's the Repo Hammer. Um, the you know the Repo Hammer is real. Clearly, you've seen it um, years ago. I was part of the group. We didn't even want to look at repossession loads because we worked in auto transport. And we thought, well, I don't know why. 
I don't know why the repossession agents are making it so hard for us to pick up cars and all this stuff. And then we started talking. Because it's amazing what happens when you start talking to somebody. And we found out they feel like we do. They don't understand why the transport guy wants this. And, and well, anyways, they can say it better than I can. The two sides were adversaries. In fact, oftentimes still are. But not because they are born adversaries, but because there's a miscommunication and a problem higher up. There's a disconnect between sales and operations, and we're all victim to it. In fact, I'm not sure who's winning the uh, argument here. So we're going to talk about it tonight. That's what tonight's show is about. So yes, we love the Repo Gang. Thank you so much. Renee Lowe is in here. The Repo Gang loves ATI. Thank you so much, Renee. We appreciate you. You've contributed a lot. You continue to contribute a lot. And thank you so much for doing that. Really do appreciate you and and, head, and spearheading um, getting us on a panel at Used Car Week in November. Thanks for doing that. Um, Carlos Braxton, ACB Logistics is here. What's going on, Carlos? Glad you're here, as always, part of the core. Really do appreciate you, man. Mark Grodeke is here. Looking forward to the repo show. I have another Learning Tuesday. Mark, what show number is it? John Newberry is here. Thanks, John. John is on the roundtable tonight. JT says hello. What's up, JT? Lincoln James, hello, friends. Von Clemens is here. He's on the panel tonight. Now, B-Dub says, finally catching you live. Really, B-Dub? Well, that's fine. that's fine. We accept everybody. We appreciate anybody, anytime. Uh, it's a wonderful thing. Excited to be here. Thanks for the great content. That's awesome. So I guess, B-Dub, you've been watching on demand. That's cool, too. I will take anything I can get. <laughs> I appreciate it. No, it is. Listen, just load up YouTube right now. There's only about a kajillion shows to watch. And a kajillion being added every minute. Um, you can throw a rock and hit an automotive podcast. Let's see. You've got Netflix, Hulu. I just read uh, Netflix has moved on. It's been such a long time now. If you have DVDs that you still haven't turned in, which I don't know who has those... And if anybody does, they probably don't know where they are. But you can keep them, apparently. Because there's so much media out there, they don't even need the DVDs back. Jenny is here. Excited to be part of the roundtable. Thanks so much for being on the show tonight, Jenny. That's awesome. Um, Darcy is here. She's on the panel tonight. Awesome. Tiffany Little is here. Hey! Silverman, nothing like launching a track hawk onto the trailer. Got cut off twice, got the finger once, no one has tried to run me off the road yet, two hours left. But yeah, no no kidding. No kidding. The road, man. Oh my gosh. The road. You see, like, what was I watching the other day? Okay, an Instagram video of a biker going way too fast. And then gets, he runs into a cop car because the cop, you know, realized, you know, he's breaking the law. I'm going to go, I don't know. I, and, and the guy was upset. Really? Whatever, man. You know what, Jay? Just get on with the show. They don't need to hear your stuff. Um, that's the live chat. We'll keep it open all night. We're moving into 715. We have industry news coming up. Wow. Candy. Candy's making martinis in the super chat. Henry, Rich Virginia, Tony, Sandy, and Candy say hello from Jacksport. Wow. We got hashtag Port Life crew. Um, in Jacksport watching. Thank you so much. That's so cool. So please remember to leave a like and uh, 
And thank you for the super chat. That really means a lot. It means a lot to uh, the channel and the community and the core. And I'll tell you what, let's do this. I'm going to go into industry news right after this. So stick around because we'll be right back. Location services, collateral recovery with pinpoint precision, and advanced proprietary technologies. Your single source for nationwide collateral recovery. LS Recovery, certified and compliant. LS Skip, experienced recovery. LSPR, advanced plate recognition. LS Impound, precision capture. LS Remarketing, nationwide auction partners. LS Keys, professional locksmith. LS Transport to any destination. LS Titles, verified documentation. LS Auto Notice, secure fulfillment. One contact, one contract, we do it all. Location Services. Transport Auto Quoter is by far the leading auto quoting software on the market and the only auto quoter with a pro version that comes preset with accurate pricing for anywhere in the U.S. So you don't have to worry about it. The best part is that no change with your current software is needed. Just plug TAQ in and start booking jobs. Carriers can easily plug TAQ into their current websites and start making money right away. I bet you're wondering how we do this instantly and accurately 24-7. Well, constant analytics is the key. Our price watch team is constantly monitoring current market conditions, paying close attention to seasonal and quick-moving industry changes. At the end of the day, it takes a lot of time and data to maintain good pricing, time that most of us just don't have on a daily basis. So free yourself up. Using TAQ Pro is really a no-brainer. Save time and money, maximizing your leads and optimizing your online investments. You'll finally be able to sleep well at night knowing that TAQ is on the job selling for you 24-7. Never missing a potential job. Are you searching for that midnight auto shipping quote and new lead software you can trust? Provide instant, accurate quotes online with Transport Auto Quoter. Stop guessing. Quote the price right the first time. Visit transportautoquoter.com. Link is in the live chat. Oh, look at that. Shucks. Thank you so much. Look at all the martinis getting made around here. Bartender's never going to get a break. We've got ATI to the moon with cars on the move and Ty. We've got Pro ABD, TAQ, Mark Grodeke. Uh, with a super chat, making martinis. You know, drinks all around, everybody. Come on. It's Vehicle Recovery Roundtable. That's crazy. Uh, no, it really is. It's Vehicle Recovery Roundtable. It's uh, Tuesday night, 3.09 in a row on ATI. And this was a big show to put together. Um, not only that, but we're always busy. I mean, it's nonstop. Ty was in Chicago last week. And um, and we went live with Grow, actually. It was last Wednesday. Here's the hallway at IARA, and here are the ladies. If you haven't seen this show, I'm telling you if, you, if you really want to see what we're doing here, um, I'm going to put the link. I put Grow, and I put the link in the live chat. Click on that link, Grow, and that is this video. 
if you want to see what's really happening here by the way this video doesn't exist anywhere else on the internet except ATI no kidding because we we know that using the power of live video to talk to real actual human beings as they are celebrating and doing business that's what we do here so awesome i love this show that's why i wanted to promote it and it grow is global remarketing opportunities for women good job ladies we got three founders 11 council women that's 14 women it's going to continue to grow go to grow oh, there you go grow 2022.com also here's a shot of uh ty was with nikki and corinne at the iara shout out iara thank you so much for uh seeing the value in ati we really really appreciate that and in fact here's an after hour shot of uh ty and jane isn't that great man that's so awesome good job on that ty you really you were killing it at iar is awesome so we want to talk about how okay so the repo bunch was april of this year it seems like a long time ago we're talking four to five months ago we did the repo bunch show and it continued the movement continued to grows continue to grows um we went to repo summit now gosh why does that seem like last year but it was earlier this year and then we had repo lot appointments on dispatching live repo this repo that ty was live at asset resolutions with Corey and brianna and so you know we talk about the ecosystem well boy oh boy have we identified a real opportunity in the ecosystem here um because we're talking transportation to and from and repossession on behalf of auctions remarketers shippers services and you know the dealers are involved in the equation as well as the lenders and the banks that's why we say front of the store back of the store don't hang around on one side of the store you're going to miss part of the picture and i am really really big on following the disconnect between sales and operations because just because you sold something doesn't mean operations can do what you sold be careful what you sell because operations has to fulfill that job and on thursdays i'm sharing this slide now because you're going to see it again here tonight the dispatching live effect now you might little you, you might feel a little strange it's because we engage in hard truth here on ati i know i know that's odd um but when the guy doesn't know where his car is you know in fact i'm i'm not even sure if everybody even wants to talk about dude where's my car we're going to talk about it here but i'll tell you what how about this did you know that carriers are hunting down cars and hunting down people and hunting down payment sounds like repo doesn't it jeez and we have been your auto transport community media since 2017 i don't know why i need to point this out it's just come to my attention that i probably should we are the ecosystem's neutral zone it's part of that woozy effect we are not owned by any one company therefore you may hear good and or bad news you know all the way around i'm sorry for example i just last week on dispatching live shared the story that this lady uh she met with a transporter gave him her rav4 and then got a text uh later on that the driver would come by to pick it up what what 
What do you mean come by to pick it up? I've already met a guy in a parking lot. Well, you know what? Lucky for a shipping company, their name isn't in the video as far as I know. Given 3 million views, you need us on that wall. Come on, man. We're trying to help prevent a situation. I'm serious about this, and I know it's gonna it's a little bit edgy, but join us on Thursdays. And I just shared a show with, you know, somebody had the wrong idea about, you know, what, you know, oh, well, you guys have advertisers, and yeah, we have advertisers, but we still have truth. You can actually do both. Oh my gosh. That's why I say, listen, forget the politics. The politics are still watching ATI. So just get on board, share the message. And by the way, it's not all just content. We also do consulting. ATI is content and consulting. That's why it's ATI Auto Business. We're really gonna help look at, let's look at some tough problems, identify mistakes and make a difference. For example, I did this today. Here's one for you. Anybody know what this is? And then you read the comment. You know, you're going to book a load. A guy's going to book a load. And he goes and reads the comments. Here's the pre-dispatch notes. Call to verify if in-app call ready. Uh, carrier must use EBOL. Call pickup 24 and 1. No DRFs. I don't even know what a DRF is. Dry, oh, dry run fee. Got it. Vehicle inoperable due to not drivable issue. Wait a minute. I thought you said it. Okay. If it's in-app call ready, but this vehicle is inoperable... So does that mean we got a call ready? And you're just telling me? I don't know. RDN ready. It has keys. It is not drivable. Wow, is that the third time we mentioned in-op? Or wait, the first time was if it's in-op, call me. Do you see what I'm talking about? Oh, well, let's just keep going. ACC declared to buy way. How many, how many people booked it and didn't even read it all? I'm going to go with most. Uh, ACC to clear data booking can proceed for these VINs. Transport ready, ready for pickup. In op with key, shipper requires. Wow. Shipper requires this. Wait a minute. Must be picked up by 824. Shoot, dude, that was last week and must drop off today. Man, you know what? Maybe we won't book this one. And I mean, look at the price. It's over $2 a mile, but I don't know, man. Pass. Let's just go to the other load board. Okay. Uh, we got a Inop Promaster. Oh, shoot. That's paying pretty good, too. Inoperable. Oh, my gosh. Pickup on August 8th. Posted in July. Ugh. I don't know, man. Skip it. Do you see what I'm saying? Now, I know, I know that was tough. That was no... For somebody right now, none of that was enjoyable. But we're going to do it anyways. Because we got to get through this stuff. We can't pretend there ain't no problem. There's a lot of problems. Tons of them. Here, this is on Facebook. Is anyone having the same problem? They auctioned or verifying cars with us. No transport is picking up any of my cars. I got 200 plus cars on my lot right now. No transport's coming for any cars. At all. Apparently the auctions cut the rates and don't want to pay to move these cars. Gee, you think? Uh, comment. Transporters all over our area are complaining about prices. They continue... Sound familiar? We need the banks to tell them they need to pay storage, right? Can we get to the bottom of a solution? Moving on, um, I do want to sh say shout out to Auto Hauler Exchange. I like I like seeing this. See, maybe we can use more technology and less me, you know, having to read all the fine lines. Wasn't that repeated three times on that dispatcher? Shout out, 
auto hauler exchange. I like that. Uh, just wanted to point out on the email, location services got 36 total clicks today, 18 unique clicks. It's pretty neat. I thought I thought I'd share that little business for you. Shout out location services. Thank you so much for your help. Um, with IARA, and if you are looking for a nationwide auction partner in recovery, location services. Remember to leverage ATI in your business. We don't ship cars, we move information. It's a hard place to be. So we're, you know, we're trying to do the best we can. Send in your comments, autotransportintel at gmail.com. Again, leave a like if you want. We understand if you don't. I mean, we don't prefer it, but we do understand it. It's okay. It's cool. This is how you get your car shipment business news. It is every Tuesday night. That's why I say step right up. Cast version of this. And so, yeah, I try to remain cognizant to listeners. Right? Assuming there are any. All right, let's do it to question one. Let's not dwell on that. Here we go. When a car is repossessed, who owns the vehicle? The repo agent, the freight forwarder, the banker or lender, or the auto auction? This is question one of five. When a car is repossessed, who owns the vehicle? The repo agent, the freight forwarder, the bank or lender, the auto auction? All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is the bank and the lender. They own it. <laughs> right now, right now, a car is being repossessed, and the and the and the repossessor is trying to play this game with the repossessee. Am I right? Who owns the vehicle, sir? It's the bank. I'm just I'm just the messenger. Here we go. Question two. What is the current carrier rate to ship a car running? I've uh, run to ship a running. 1987 Ford Thunderbird on an open carrier from Cincinnati, Ohio to Talladega, Alabama. Candy, that is Cincinnati to Talladega, Alabama. 310, 560, or 1,000. This is a running 87 Ford Thunderbird on an open carrier. Man, I had a car a lot like that one. Open carrier, Cincinnati, Talladega. Man, okay, so... 560? Really? See, there's a lot of 790s. I could believe either one. In today's market? See, this is the problem. Okay, you want it? Here you go. Lender, here's here's a problem for you. If if your repo pays anywhere near this, they're picking this one up. I'm just saying. Alright, here we go. Let's find out what it is. Oh, it's 560. Again, these are the going rates that will get the car moved. And I know there was a, right? That was a tough one. That was a toss-up. Over half of the responses were 790, but enough new better. Always think, always be pessimistic. A, B, C. Always be pessimistic when quoting a rate. Question three. Who wants to get a truck and get in this thing? Here we go. After the repo lot, where does a repossessed car need to go? The dealership, the auto auction, the banker, lender, the freight forwarder. <laughs> that's, that's a real excitement there after that one. 
Good job, Jay. After the repo lot, where does a repossessed car need to go? The dealership, the auto auction, the banker, lender, or the freight forwarder. Ooh, see, and I, there's always room. Yes, thank you. There's always room for disagreement. This is ATI. But in general, it is, uh, the answer is going to be um, the auto auction. Now, it's interesting. And please make note in the live chat, please make note uh, on the round table. You know, if you have anything to add, please do make note and add it. How often is a repossessed car taken to the dealership? Does that happen very often? We'd love to know. In the transport world, I don't even know if anybody, you know, really thinks or cares. But I don't think, I don't know. Shoot, man, you guys are in the trucks. I'm just sitting here. I don't even work here. How many cars go back to the dealership for, instead of the auto auction? You know, especially when, you know, the, the previous owner is, like, trying to, like, jack up the Escalade before it gets taken away. Question four. Here we go. What is the current carrier rate to ship a running 2018 Infiniti QX80 on an open carrier from Syracuse, New York? To Destin, Florida. Is it 840, 1015, 1350, or 1560? Alright, QX80, here we go. Uh, New York to Florida. It's running. It's a QX80. It's an open carrier. 840, 1015, 1350, 50. See, pessimism tells me what? Yeah, see, Sky, I'm telling you, man. Every time I get excited that we're going to make some money, man, we're going to have... See, Chris is... Probably D and <laughs> that's a that's a good answer. Yeah, well, sadly B, right? Sadly B. I think sadly B should actually be one of the choices. Give me sadly B. Oh, thank God. Oh man, I I actually I tell people you know I don't I don't need to be right. I'm occasionally wrong, and I'm so glad I was wrong. Gonna say B, I have shipped my son's car to California of 1300, right? Yeah, exactly. New York to California, 1300, right? But it's not real, actually, well, it's it's right and wrong. Even worse to get out of Florida. <laughs> yeah, no, isn't it? Oh, it's such good news. Let's just stay here and not do anything else. All right, question five. <laughs> Why do cars sit on repo lots so long? Vehicle has no keys, transport fee too cheap, narrow repo light, appointment windows, or all of the above, and probably more. Why do cars sit on repo lots so long? The vehicle has no keys, the transport fee is too cheap, narrow repo lot, appointment windows, or all of the above, and probably more. <laughs> oh man shoot that was fun everybody get your uh get your eld punch ready okay let's do this um what are we doing oh right after this we're going to go into industry news part two industry pulse got some great stuff happening as we lead into the round table so stick around because we'll be right back 
It's August. You know what that means. It's time for our August Lucky Load winner. Hey, and remember, if you want to be a Lucky Load winner, you must be a verified carrier, you must use SuperPay, and you must book a load on Super Load Board. Hey guys, this is Ben from the SuperPay team. Today is a very exciting day. We're going to call our next Lucky Load winner. Just a reminder, to win in the Lucky Load, you have to be a verified carrier, have to have SuperPay set up and book a load from our Super Load Board. So let's do this. Today to help me, I've got Brittany. Hi everybody. <laughs> Today we will be giving a call to, let's see here, drum roll, MWD. Hello. Hi, is this Igor? called the wrong number. We're gonna give it another shot here with Igor. Hi, is this Igor? Yeah, this is Igor, okay, help it. Hi Igor, this is Brittany English with Super Dispatch. So have you heard about our lucky load? Um, yeah. Well, guess what? You, Igor, oh. are the winner. MWD Co. is the winner this month. I'm glad I got to tell you. And I just wanted to thank you for your business with us. We so appreciate having amazing customers like you. Oh, thank you for the opportunity. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye. The next evolution of moving cars faster, smarter, and easier is here. Super Pay by Super Dispatch. Today, shippers waste hours managing fragmented payment systems. And carriers are left wondering, never knowing when they'll finally get the payment they're owed. SuperPay saves everyone time and hassle by securely automating payment upon proof of delivery. No more tracking down payments or onboarding carriers to disconnected payment systems. With integrated payments with SuperPay, Super Dispatch is now the only end-to-end, all-in-one auto transport platform. Automate payments where you automate transport. Super Dispatch, TMS, mobile app, Super Load Board, and Super Pay helping carriers, dispatchers, brokers, and shippers move cars and get paid fast on one auto transport platform. Visit superdispatch.com. All right, thank you so much. All right, here we go. Let's get into industry news part two. The Weekly Pulse. Attention business developers. If you didn't have time to read through all the news and the emails and the tweets and all the whatnot, well, here we go. Let's summarize it for you. This is what we found. Uh, I started off last week's news with this, and I just, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it again. Joint Repossession Association Memo on Transporter Access. This is a big deal, potentially a big deal. Um, I'm going to jump to, so this is a joint letter and lots of people involved to whom it may concern. Here's the highlights. 
It is not unreasonable to ask for transport companies to sign a site entry agreement and provide the repo company with a certificate of insurance, possibly listed as additionally insured, doing what? Hey, ho, whoa, whoa. Carriers, when's the last time you went to a repo lot and you had a certificate of insurance with the repo agency named on the certificate of insurance? When was the last time you went to a repo lot and had a certificate of insurance with that repo lot named on your insurance certificate ready to present at the time of pickup? Yeah, I, I, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I don't think, as a dispatcher, I don't know if we've ever done that. That's bad news. Let's keep going. CFPB files a lawsuit against U.S. auto sales servicer. Like you, I thought, nah, well, whatever. Then I started to read this thing. Holy cow. U.S. auto sales closed its 31 dealerships in the southeast in April, but the buy here, pay here operation is now facing a lawsuit, I'm surprised it's just one, in federal court brought by the CFPB, Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. There'll be a quiz later. For a host of illegal practices that harmed individuals, these practices include, but not are not limited to, wrongfully disabling contract holders' vehicles, improperly repossessing vehicles, double billing customers for insurance premiums, and failing to return millions of dollars in, ref in refunds to co consumers. Uh, let's see, they incorrectly disabled at least 7,500 times with starter interrupters. Whoa. In vehicles more than 71,000 times. What? They remotely disabled at least 1,500 times after explicitly promising to consumers they would not do so. This is crazy. Do so? The CFPB said USASF offered customers guaranteed asset protection, which covers some of the difference between the outstanding balance owed by the contract holder, what the car insurance will pay if the vehicle is stolen, damaged, or totaled. Right? This is interesting. This is a Here's the takeaway. Real interesting intersection of learning here with buy here, pay here, and repossession. Um, failed to obtain millions of dollars in refunds from guaranteed asset protection. It just goes on and on. Approximately 3,400 consumers were double charged for the insurance each billing cycle. 34, I'm sorry, 34,000. <laughs> what? Whoa. Whoa, 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 man. This is crazy. Anyways, and then uh, illegally repossess vehicles. I mean, why not? Just, you know, at this point, shoot, man, let's not do anything right. The usual suspects, a tale of double assignments on CU repossession. Now, double assignments, gosh, that sounds like double brokering. Maybe we'll get there. Um, where two tow trucks from different companies show up at the same time. And then there's a death. And then it's really bad. At 3.30 a.m. on February 25th, 1994, Tommy Dean Morris was backing his tow truck to a Ford pickup in an unincorporated section of Harris County, Texas. This is 1994. What he was not aware of was that another agent assigned the same account had just left the location after being threatened at gunpoint. So when Tommy arrived at Casey's house, that's the repossessee, this guy was waiting. And without a warning, 
He opened fire from behind the tow truck with a 30-30 telescopic rifle. Uh, the repossessor Tommy, the second repossessor, Tommy, was shot to the neck and both lungs and died on the spot. Police declined to arrest the repossessee, Mr. Casey, citing a frontier era law, Texas Penal Code 9.41, an 1800s, front, 1800s frontier era law created to deal with cattle thieves that gives Texans considerable leeway at night to kill thieves and intruders. Despite public outcry from not just the repo industry, but from the nation, eight months later, uh, Casey, the repossessee, was cleared of wrongdoing, later committed suicide. Wow. So, that's worst case scenario. But, apparently it does happen. Um, and so, I just want to point out, so double brokering doesn't usually end in a death, but it is a problem. Boy, these industries have a lot in common. Double brokering is a practice where a motor carrier accepts a load with the intention of booking another carrier for the shipment. Uh, yeah, nah, yeah, you're right. I see the difference here. We'll get into double brokering later. I got a lot of news anyways. We want to talk about AIR takes the hill in a new privacy law. Um, this gets into data, privacy, and I think keys. So we're going to be talking about AIR. Ryan Miller can talk more about that. Also, hey, this recap from the IARA from last week. Good job, Martin Romju at Bobbitt Business Media. Here's some highlights. New vehicle inventory is increasing, but uh, still falling you know, below pre-pandemic levels, and that OEMs prefer this. Hmm. Yeah, they like it. Buyer demands remain high. Despite higher interest rates, consumers are still buying vehicles. Used inventory stable, 2 million, two million units are available on dealer lots with no shortages. You're seeing more cars on dealer lots, right? I've looked, I think you're looking, we're seeing more cars on dealer lots. Pre-owned vehicles will remain below pre-COVID levels for quite a while. Retail prices are not decreasing as much as wholesale. Here, average retention of three-year-old vehicles is 72%. And that's forecasted to decline to 58% by 2026. Uh, fleets picking up. Financing hovers at a six-year low for loans and leases. 60% of all financing goes for a used vehicle. Leasing's picking up. It was down 800,000 units last year. Tesla Model 3 now ranks as the first electric vehicle in the top 10 lease vehicles. Repossessions are back. Despite a lack of repo agents, as it says here. Hmm. And, oh, and if you're looking to handle EVs, oh my gosh. You better sign up for a lot of webinars and get a lot of hazmat suits. There's a lot to know. Here, look at the, look, just, here, this is at the bottom. A fireman's hook should be kept on hand. It's not funny at all, man. My gosh. Carvana adds Indiana to its same-day delivery roster. Really? Now I started thinking about this. Uh, does that mean you've got extra manpower on hand? Because if you're really busy, there's no way you could keep up with that. Allegedly. I don't know. But anyways, all the car haulers said, yeah! <laughs> oh, that's right, it's in-house. That's fine. Uh, Stellantis brings its Spot-A-Car used vehicle program to the U.S. 
Now, I know. But Jay, you know, um, I'm just going to read this. Stellantis, manufacturer of Chrysler, Dodge, Fiat, Jeep, and Ram, is rolling out. This was big success in Europe. So now they're doing it in the U.S. Spotty car, spot eye car, offers manufactured certified used vehicles available for sale that Stellantis said are selected, appraised, and prepared by specialists. It includes a broad range of services and digital offerings, specialized dealerships. Ooh, specialized dealerships. Buyers can search for the Stellantis brand, vehicle of their choice, through our designed Spotty Car website and easily determine where to locate the, the one nearest to them before making their final purchase online or directly at a dealership. The point, here's what I want to know. When you haul your first Spotty Car, I want you to think of ATI and uh, send us an email, autotransportintel at gmail.com. What are you doing today? Oh, moving a bunch of spotty cars. So your EV belongs in a garage or on a burning ship? You know, I don't know. Um, but there is, you know, it, it's, it's that dispatching live effect, by the way. You know, it feels like you would have never read this headline a year ago, but now the cracks in the battery are starting to form. Do you smell bubble gum? That might be an EV battery going bad. You know, if you see this, you're dealing with an ATI podcast, step away slowly. You might get queasy. It's ATI Auto Business. Leave a like if you dare. And if you are just not sure and you want to know more, you want to bounce an idea off of Ty, call him, 417-483-2764. And, uh, hey, have you seen that? <laughs> Look at this. This is Ty, next to a car, low to the ground, talking to Rico. You know why? Because Rico works on tires. He works in the recon department. He works at Luxury and Imports in Leavenworth, where we did a show. There's Ty and Brock. They're looking at the Rapid Recon app on Brock's mobile device because you can manage the dealership workflow process using Rapid Recon throughout the dealership. And if you want to know more about it, you check out our show, Cars on the Move, from this past Friday. I'm going to share the link to it right now. I'm going to grab it. Now, if you haven't seen it, really, this is an amazing show. And use the time codes. Skip around. I, see how fast you can watch the whole show. Um, let's see. We'll put Rapid Recon Show. You know, let me know. Send say, say, Jay, I saw the whole show in 15 seconds flat using your time codes. Sure. Make a video. Make a TikTok. Uh, luxury and imports with Rapid Recon from last Friday. Also, shout out, we had Stan on Dispatching Live last Thursday. And actually, that was a great show, too. So I'm going to give you the link to that. Because this way, you know... Shoot, man, you don't even have to watch the rest of the week. I got the full, I got a whole week's recap right here. Um, Stan Show from Super Dispatch. Just put the link in the live chat right there. We'll just call it Stan Show. Because Stan was on the show. Um, and we have friends in high places. Real-time tracking compliance for auto hauling. Is it a big deal? I mean, the shippers are like, dude, what are you talking about? Dealers know it's possible. Fleet managers know it's possible. Auctions know it's possible. Heck, everybody knows this is possible. And yet, so I'm talking I'm talking about this article on Dispatching Live. Somebody puts in the comments, I'm, I don't want to be tracked. And I, I get it. I get it. Problem is, everybody wants you to be tracked. I don't know. 
I don't know what's going to happen, man. But stay tuned, ATI. We'll report on the news. We'll find out. And when you hear the bell, you know it's ATI. So thank you so much for watching the Car Shipping Business Channel. My name is Jay. I'm your host. I'm going to be here for a little while. It's a little bit longer. So uh, we're right on time. Man, 7.49, bang. So let's do this. Stick around because right after this, we're going to be live with Ty. We're going to bring in Rich Levine, special guest. And then we're going to move into the round table. So get ready. We'll be right back. Recon 2023. Time to line. Speed to sale. Managed by metrics. Know what you don't know. Technician efficiency. Workflow efficiency. More cars, less time. Know where your cars are. Connect to what you expect. Rapid Recon can help. Auto Hauler Exchange is a new B2B marketplace, the first of its kind in the vehicle logistics industry. Auto Hauler Exchange automates the complex workflows of the vehicle logistics ecosystem by connecting large and small vehicle haulers directly with vehicle shippers. By eliminating the middleman, typically required in vehicle logistics, AHX streamlines the shipping process, cuts shipping delays, and reduces empty space on carriers and unnecessary miles while increasing revenue. Working directly with the shipper, carriers can pick and choose which opportunities fit their routing on a day-by-day -day basis to maximize their capacity and eliminate empty miles, while allowing them to plan their backhauls in advance. The exchange gives control back to carriers. By using technology, AHX creates a frictionless, efficient environment for vehicle transportation. Get off the vehicle hauler roller coaster today with Auto Hauler Exchange. Auto Hauler Exchange B2B Marketplace connects shippers directly with carriers, and that means putting the power of the business transaction back in the carrier's hands. Visit AutoHaulerExchange.com. All right. Oh, here we go. Right? Link in the live chat. Yeah. AutoHaulerExchange.com. Now you can click on it right now. Thanks, Jay. All right, cool. All right, here's what we're going to do. Please do help me wish a very warm welcome to my friend co-host he's your he's your contact by cell ty thompson hey jay how are hey, you what's up how you doing i'm doing good that's 417-483-2764 now this is great i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you a quick story i'm yeah. gonna ask you a question and then we're gonna bring rich on so see okay. if you can follow the story okay ready okay. here we go right right Probably over a year ago i'm at auto intel summit we're live i'm standing in the hallway and i bump into this guy and i said What's your name? He said, Tom Klein. <clears throat> Fast forward. We see Tom at conferences. This is a networking story, and this is how crazy networking is. Somewhere between me and Tom Klein, we end up at Finnish Vehicle Logistics, I believe in Huntington Beach. And I'm going up the stairs, and I'm saying hi to everybody. And this one guy comes out of the crowd, and he's, Ty, Ty, hi, I watch your show. I see you and Jay. I love you guys. And I'm like, great. What's your name? Rod Hamill. Okay, so Tom Klein, Rod Hamill. Completely different industries, completely different people, completely have nothing to do and will never meet each other, okay? Tom Klein says, calls me, says, hey, I gave your number to these guys. They're down in Florida. It's hurricane season. By the way, we need to talk about hurricane season at some yeah, point. Not right now. This is a big deal. Uh, oh, no. Down in Florida, Jacksonville, it's maybe not going to get hit. But anyway, 
So this, so Tom gives this guy my number. This guy calls and he says, "Hey, we got about five dealerships down here. We've got about, I don't know, four hundred cars, three hundred, however, a lot of cars. Uh, how much would you charge to move them from here to just inland?" Like, wow, this. Do you, do you guys see where this story's going? All right? Jay Jay says this a lot. He says, "We don't work here. We just we don't move cars. We just deliver information. We transport information, right?" So I'm connector guy. So as I'm getting this call, Tom gives me the the guy. The guy calls me. We talk. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I know this. I know the answer here. I know somebody in Florida. Oh, Rod Hamill. So today I had a phone call with Tom. I had a phone call with this guy that owns all the dealerships. Then we did a three-way call with Rod Hamill. I got to sit there and listen to Rod Hamill be the most amazing sales guy I've ever heard as a transport guy. Knocked it out of the park, right? So crazy. All right, so what's the point? Uh, ATI is a great platform. If you can't go to the conference, you can watch and you can still learn, and you'll start seeing the connections, right? Well, what's Tom Klein do? He's tucking the tentacles of the octopus back in. That's his deal. He's a risk mitigation guy. He used to own dealerships. He knows everything there is to know about a dealership, but he sold his dealerships. So now he's a consultant for dealerships, and he goes through their insurance contracts, their floor plan contracts. And so you're like, well, what does this hurricane and floor plan contract have to do with transportation, right? Did you know that they have? They would rather pay the transport guy to move the cars off the lot than deal with the cars getting smashed by a hurricane? True story. Okay, so it's relationships. I love relationships. That's what we're here for. That's what ATI is all about. We're about relationships, and we're about connecting people, and we're about education, right? So next, that's the end of that story. Good job. Did you follow it? That was, you know, I did, and it was a good, no, you did a good, it was a super connector story. That's what you do. Yeah, that was, so really was good. good. Really good job. Yeah, it was great. Really nice. yeah. And Rod, he's so excited, and Tom's happy about it, and the new guy. So also the new guy, it's like, hey, if we like you and we can do business, and you pick up your phone when I call you, pick up your phone when I call you. Guess what Rod does? Whoa, Rod picks whoa, up whoa, his whoa. phone you when wait he calls. A you answer your phone? Well, I answer mine all the time, but transport guys with trucks and stuff, <laughs> apparently they don't answer theirs. <laughs> so try okay. calling the repo lot. <clears throat> Yeah, so anyway, just a full day of absolute connecting and learning. And it was just an absolute blast. I enjoyed every minute of it. So You know, Brianna okay, just took Brianna just took umbrance with what I just said. Oh really? Yeah, brought I mean I mean allegedly. Unless somebody did. Allegedly. Okay. Allegedly. Well, uh so next I've got a question. Friday, Cars on the Move. What's that show? Do you know do you know offhand? Well, you mean this Friday, right? Yeah. Not sure. Not yeah. Some When's shows, the Pamela Pamela Bishop coming on? Do you remember? She, she was going to come on tonight. She doesn't feel well. Kevin just texted me. He said people in his office are sick. So um, we don't have Run Buggy on the show tonight. We have Privacy for Cars, but not Run Buggy. I thought Run Buggy Pamela is coming on a Friday show. She was going to come on tonight. She already okay, came so on. Okay, so no the, Friday. All right. Well, never mind. Yeah, That's what yeah. I was looking for because I got okay. more breaking news today. Oh, okay, good. And I can't talk about it. And I was oh. hoping that we were having a Friday show with Pamela because then I could talk about it. Oh. But I can't talk about it right now. All so right. ATI is right. actually becoming Breaking News Live yeah, channel. Did you know that? Know. So that leads us to, drumroll please, our good friend, our auction guy, hey, the auction guy, Ty the transport guy, Rich the auction guy. Get it? All right, here he is. Rich, are you ready? We didn't give you a whole lot of notice, but he should know. 
All right, here he goes. He's he's gonna got a rack focus. You know when you when you spin the focus dial, that's called rack focusing. There we go. Checking the audio. He's got the dolly track. Props, you're in the shot. Get out of the shot. Camera and grip. Move it to the closet. Get out of there. Uh, he's on the road. Oh, he's on the road. Yeah, he's he got it. He he he's got it. Uh, mic check one two three. So go ahead and do me a favor, Rich. Remove that. Uh, He's watching the YouTube stream because I didn't give him any notice. He's actually on... We can see you, Rich, but we can hear your live YouTube stream. Um, thanks for jumping in the live chat. We've got John, Jenny, Candy, Ryan, David Johns. So do me a favor, Rich. Just close down that YouTube video. And then... Because we're still hearing the audio in your background. Which is okay. All right, cool. Here we go. Take two. You know what? I haven't done this in a while. ATI Auto Business. Tuesday Night's Live. Take two. Here we go. Please do help me wish a very warm welcome to Rich Levine. Levine. Rich, can you see us in here? Okay. Oh, we got, oh, the, we audio got the audio again. I'm I going to power off my phone. Let me shut off my phone. I, I killed the app. <laughs> well, it happens. You know, we're live. We, 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 you know, well, this is called the dramatic effect there. I mean, we're I mean, building we're up the anticipation for the breaking, for the breaking news. news. It is dramatic. It is dramatic. It's, very dramatic. it's extremely dramatic. It's like dramatic. a build-up. Yeah. Okay, it is a second build-up. I don't have a take three clapper, but nobody really does. Um, you take hey, what's two up, again. Dennis saying hello. Yeah, Brianna. Okay, so Brianna, I think, I think we are there now. So... Hey, Rich, we know you don't have a lot of time. Uh, what is, what going, is on? going on? Oh, no, oh yeah, no, we're here again. <laughs> is it still there? Well, it is again. No, it's gone. Now it's gone. I, I, it's I gone. shut my, powered my phone off. Okay, it's... we're good. Okay, yeah, turn your phone off. We're okay. good. That's so weird. We're good. All right, take it away, Ty. <clears throat> okay, so uh, this is another story that I really appreciate. We're at another Auto Intel Summit, and I'm walking down the hall, and I run into this guy, Rich Levine. I don't know him. And we just somehow we start talking and we hit it off and we become friends. And we talk later, we run into each other. And so probably over a year now, Rich and I actually talk maybe once a week about auction stuff. And uh, there's been some buildup to this big announcement. And I really think it's a big deal. I, I mean that because one of the things that I appreciate the most about the ecosystem is the auction. And we talk about the auction a lot and the challenges that the physical auction has and how important the repo guy is at the auction, how important the transport guy is, and the recon guy. And then we can start talking about titles, dealers, cat, these, all these things that Rich has taught me. So I thought this would be a great opportunity to bring Rich out and share some really, in my opinion, some of the best news I've heard all year. Rich Levine? Yes, sir. Where are you located right now? Um, right now I am sitting at 1711 Carolina Street in downtown Houston, Texas. Ooh, Houston, Texas. Okay, so what's going on in Houston? Because uh, I don't, you, I think you don't live in Houston. Is that right? I do not live in Houston. I live in okay. Austin. So about Austin. three hours west of here. So how much can you tell us? Because this is as big news. I don't want to. I want you to tell us what the big news is. Well, it's it's probably it's pretty big. Um, I guess um, it's the cat's out of the bag to some extent. But I'm um, in Houston helping. Houston Auto Auction, and I plan on wow. being here for a little while. 
to continue to help Houston on for a while. Pardon me? For a little while. <laughs> so is that a, uh, is it an intern, intern position or uh, you're going to, you're consulting GM, what, what position are you doing there? Well, the universe spoke and sometimes the best laid plans of mice and men go astray. So I've been doing a lot of consulting, been helping several auctions, one of them being um, Houston Auto Auction. And when the universe talks and you meet people kind of like how you and I started talking, one thing leads to another, one yeah. conversation grows. And um, so, yeah, I'm here in Houston. I'm gonna be here for the foreseeable future as the new general manager of Houston Auto Auction. Oh, <clears throat> did you know general that, General manager, general manager of Houston Auto yeah. Auction? Wow, man, congratulations, that's I awesome. I think we should change yeah. the title to general helper because um, that's my philosophy in life. I'm here to help other people. If I help enough other people get what they want, I'm gonna get what I want in return. What you give away is what you keep, I like it. Okay, so uh, <clears throat> that's big news, and uh, my hope is, and I wanted to bring you on here to share, because tonight we've got a lot of Houston people on the show. We've got uh, Vaughn Clemens, we've got Brianna Cox. I think you know Brianna, right? I do know Brianna. Well, do you know Vaughn? No, I do not. I need to meet okay. Vaughn. Yeah, we'll, we'll, get, we'll have Vaughn swing by the auction and say hi to you. You'll be there all week, right? Yes, sir. 2,000 sure I'm sure he doesn't have anything else to do, so I'm sure Vaughn will be happy. <laughs> okay, to so wait, by. yeah, no, tell me. All right, so tell me, yeah, how many places can we talk to the GM of an auction and folks that are bringing vehicles to the auction, and we're talking about it live on a YouTube channel? Hmm. So I can think of two places you can do that, right oh, here. Oh, good. Here and your show. Yeah. Or like. I always tell Ty, I said, if we need to figure out what's going on at the auction, let's go meet at the gate. Because everything happens at the check-in gate. That's what Ty says. Everything happens at the auction at the gate. The guard check. And I was thinking about that today. We'll, we'll let you go here in just a second, Rich. But here's what I thought. I thought, okay, if you could somehow do a video, here's the front door of the auction. You're walking in, front door. Who goes in there? Dealers only? Wholesale, right? There's the only people allowed in there. Okay, if you go to the gate, who comes in that gate in the back? Repos, transporters, lenders, some dealers. I mean, there's quite a bit of action going on in the back that not a lot of people know about. So I think it's really exciting that we've connected. We're friends uh, more than just LinkedIn buddies. We've spent time together. We spend time together on the phone. And I see a lot of opportunity to learn from a guy like Rich. Rich has written a book. Uh, you're doing it wrong. You can look that up and get a copy of it. Uh, he's really invested a lot of time in me personally, educating me on things I didn't know. One of the, my favorite conversations is titles. We'll definitely bring him back and talk more about the importance of titles. Rich coined the CAT, C-A-T-T. -T. It's uh, consistency, accuracy, transparency equals trust. And that's teaching the sellers how to get the most amount of money for their wholesale units. So we've got a lot to do with Rich, uh, a lot more to learn from Rich, and I'm excited about this relationship because I love the auction. And I love being able to go directly to the guy in charge. It's a server guy, that's Rich. Servant heart, I like that. Well, I appreciate you guys, appreciate you guys having me on and thanks for allowing me to uh, let my YouTube run through the Wi-Fi in the background. That's a, that's a lesson learned there. <laughs> it's the only thing I can think of. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I had the right. app killed 
everything. Mm. I'm in a, a, I'm in a VRBO. Yeah, right. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. Well, well, Rich, thank you very well, much. And awesome, we'll be talking to you soon. Awesome. Thanks for yeah. breaking Great. news. Congratulations. Right. Thanks very much. Awesome. All right. Fantastic. See you, Rich. All right, cool. So we'll let Rich go. And um, all right, so now what we're going to do, it is now time. Here we go. Okay. Camera one. Everybody, please do uh, put your hands over your Wi-Fi and reach across and clear the caches and the... Well, I have to, all you really have to do is uh, shut down the YouTube video in the background because now here comes here come the floodgates. Here comes Vehicle Recovery Roundtable. Please do help me wish a very warm welcome to... I know I'm, I'm, I'm adding some delay, but here it comes. Oh, my gosh. I don't think I've ever hit the admit button this much in one show. Here we go. Um, and we want to see him come in when he hear the, hear, we can hear the doorbell. We're going to see people join us. Recovery it's a vehicle recovery roundtable. And there's going to be some echo, multiple echoes, maybe. Let's see what happens. Yeah, there we go. There's a little bit. Um, oh, hey, there's Brianna and Darcy and Ryan and Renee, David, Vaughn. Wow, Jenny is here. This is cool. Oh, my gosh. It, I, do you feel like you're in the repo office with your multiplexers and all these video angles? Oh, Wait, he's trying to steal something, right? <laughs> all right. All right, it's been the J Show long enough. The repo bunch is back. Hi, guys. Hello, how are you? Ty, you take it away. I've talked enough. Hi, Brianna. Hi, Ryan. Hi, Darcy. Hi, Renee. And I can't see that other one. I'm sorry. I had no idea Rich was over in Houston. I told him, I was like, you better call me. We better do lunch. Oh, we David met. Jones is here. Okay, great. Yeah, no, he's... What's a, this is really exciting, Brianna, because after coming down and I got to, in case anybody doesn't know, I got to go down to Asset Resolutions, which is Corey and Brianna Cox. This is Brianna. And I got to spend, what was that, like three days with you guys at yeah. work? And I got to great. go out at night? Yep. I got yeah, to he see. Got, he got the he got the full repo experience. Yeah, I did, and uh, I really enjoyed it, and I really learned a lot, and I was really blown away, especially with the technology. So, I mean, that's awesome. Uh, I got to meet Darcy in real life at uh, Nars, and I've met Renee at Nars and a couple other places, I believe. Renee and David Johns, he's been around. So, I think I got everybody. Did I get every? Oh, Vaughn. Vaughn, I met Vaughn. is here. John and Jenny are new. They're Jenny's new, new right. Bunch. Yeah. Tell us more, Brianna. Yeah. Well, John Newberry uh, owns Eagle. You can see his big logo back there in uh, in Georgia. And he is the president of the Georgia uh, Repo Association. And wow. Jenny owns Rockwood Recovery. And she is the president of the Michigan <laughs> Association. Wow. Awesome. Wow. Okay, Good another quick sure. story. Uh, I was in Chicago last week, IARA. Ryan found out, I guess through watching our show, he calls. We end up, Ryan is up taking me to lunch and just educated the heck out of me, like blew me away with stuff. So Ryan Miller, we call you Repo Ryan, but Ryan Miller up there, we thank you, buddy. Thanks for lunch. That was really good. It's always fun conversations with you. Always good to hang out with you. It's always just fun, you know, being around you guys. I learn as much from you guys as you learn from us. So every day is a, every day is a good one. That's well said. Yeah. <clears throat> That yeah, is true. Guys. Yeah. And we went back and forth, uh, Ryan and I, back and forth on uh, the auction and the role the auction plays is with the lender, the repo, oh. the transport guy. Yeah, go ahead. Andrea's in the waiting room. He said, no love for me. <laughs> That's hilarious. 
<laughs> Let Andre in. Come, come on. Come on, man. Do you know he was on Fox News? Really? That's awesome. Yeah, we have a celebrity with us tonight, wow, everybody. That's really cool. Wow. Andre Amico. There he is. Hey, oh, seriously, Andrea. come on. <laughs> there he is. Always up to his tricks. That's great, Andre. Thank you, Andre. Uh, Andre, oh. privacy for cars. So I don't know how do you how do you want to run this, Jake? You want to just pick you know, a topic and go, or do we need I, to? I, I honestly didn't know, but I do want to do this. I, it's what I've learned from a larger room. This is one of the largest rooms we've ever had. Okay, mm -hmm. um, yeah. is to try to go around. Everyone say a quick hello once again, starting starting at the top. Um, Jay, Ty, Kate, Darcy, Darcy, please say a quick hello. Hi everyone. What's your kind? Of, and with that, with, that was good. That Come was on, good. You get what you pay for. Um, not only a quick hello and your name, but what's your company name, please? Um, I'm Darcy, and I own Indiana Recovery Services out of Indiana with my husband Todd. Um, we service the entire state of Indiana. We do a full service repossession and transport and key division. Right. Transportation. It always impresses me when I hear that. Um, all right, Ryan, please say hello. Tell us your company name. Hey, everyone. How you doing? Ryan with Northwest Repossessions out of Chicago there. Also the secretary for the Alliance of Illinois Repossessors. We do transports, repos, everything. You guys know me. Repo Ryan. Repo Ryan Transports. <laughs> Chicago. All right, Renee, please say hello. I'm Renee Lowe. I'm with Harding Brooks, and everybody knows me. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and when you think insurance, think Harding Brooks. I think that's, that's the tagline, right? That's the tagline. That's the tagline. David Johns, first time on ATI, right? Yes, it is. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, my name is David Johns. I'm the Director of Operations for Gunright Recovery out of Chicago, and I'm also the Vice President of the Alliance of Illinois Repossessors. Okay, so David, you were there with the, are you in that photo with AIR and the bill and the whatnot? Yeah, I was one of the wow. people that testified in front of the uh, Senate about the repo law. So Okay, I want to hear, so please, someone make a bookmark. We have a lot of bookmarks tonight. Once we get through this intro, I really am zipping it, because there's so much, you guys have so much to talk about, so much information to share. Um, all right, before we get to that, Vaughn, please say hello, tell us more. Hello, everybody, this is Vaughn Clemens. I'm the president of Automobile Recovery Bureau in Houston, and I'm the president of the American Recovery Association. Okay. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Vaughn. Thank you so much for taking the time. We know you're busy. Um, Jenny, first time on ATI, please say hello. Hi, I'm Jenny Leager. I own Rockwood Recovery in Detroit. We cover the entire Metro Detroit area, and I'm also the president of the Michigan Association. Wow. Okay. Rockwood Recovery in Leager. Detroit, Lieger, see? Yeah, we're uh, all going to butcher that. I, I know, and I tried so hard. I was like, Liagre, you know. All right, Lieger. All right, cool. Thank you so much. I, I like how you, how you wrote it on your on your YouTube name, how you pronounce it. That'll help. So in the yeah. chat, she, yeah. she spelled it, but it sounds like... That's exactly how you say it, too, Lieger. <laughs> all right, cool. Thanks for that. Okay, Brianna, welcome back to the show. Please say hello again. Hi, guys. I'm pretty sure everybody knows me, so I don't want to take up too much time here. Uh, Brianna from Asset Resolutions in Houston. I am also the president of Texas ARP, which is our uh, Texas Accredited Repossession Professionals Association here. Excellent. Uh, John, please say hello. First time on ATI, right? Yes. Um, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, I'm John Newberry. I'm the owner of Eagle Eye Recovery. We service uh, the Atlanta metro area. 
and I am also the president of the Georgia Association for Repossessors. Wow. It's a pleasure to be here. An amazing group tonight. Wow. Um, awesome. We're so glad you're here. Thank you, John. And uh, last but certainly not least, Andrea Amico, Privacy for Cars. Andrea, you're everywhere. Tell us a little bit more. I'm I'm just here. I'm nowhere else. I'm just right here. So yeah. Uh, but I I guess I'm wearing two hats today because one is uh, of course I run privacy for cars, but I also co-chair the compliance and education committee at IRA, mm -hmm. where we just had a great session at the summer summit in Chicago. And uh, one of the things we talked about is some legal changes coming up specifically for repos. Wow. Okay. Um. So wow. That okay. That leaves. Where do we start? What do we do now? Who wants to kick off? Yeah, time. <laughs> well, I don't know. Okay, I'll kick it off. So I was at the IRA. I saw Andrea. I saw Ryan. And Ryan told me about this legislation. So what we could do is let Ryan and Andre kind of educate us on this new bill. Is that right? Am I saying it right, Ryan? Yeah, or we could have Mr. Dave Johns jump in there as well with us. Okay. He's, uh, yeah, he's yeah, part Dave, of our oh, that's, right. that's there. We need to get him involved yeah. in on the show. Yeah, do that. Tell us about it. I didn't know anything about it. This, you guys did something. This is so, really cool. Yeah, that was Senate Bill 0800, which essentially was the uh, bill that was put together to help uh, protect the consumers from uh, private data that's stored within the vehicle, which I think Mr. Mm -hmm. Amico has made very clear with with a whole bunch of us here in the industry. So yeah, we're just here to try to help everyone out and make sure that that data gets cleared out. It's the first one in the nation. And um, we feel like that's gonna make a real big difference for all the consumers that are out there. Okay, Andre, what, what do we gotta clear that data for? Uh, well, to use the language of the legislators, right? They're saying that they are realizing that the vehicles have a lot more technology that allows to capture a lot of personal information. They're seeing that they are increasingly concerned about the risk that this poses to consumers uh, for their risk of anything from identity theft to just the general risk about their privacies. And, and so the, the Senate Bill 800 is really very focused on repossession and uh, regulating that specific activity. And they're saying it's important that consumers that are already vulnerable consumers are not made even more vulnerable by leaving this data behind. Mm, okay. The data. David, you got something, David? Well, in the state of Illinois, we're regulated by the Illinois Commerce Commission with the personal property that's held inside the vehicles. And as you know, as technology advances, the personal property is also the personal information inside of vehicles. What we're seeing is as these vehicles are coming out, people are using their vehicles for more apps and things are uploading into their car. And if we're responsible for the personal property inside of the vehicle, we felt that we should be responsible also to delete the personal information that's inside the vehicle as well. So, Okay, so um, forgive me for asking this question, but I've, I asked Ryan and I can't really remember what. So to me, when I hear this, I'm like, okay, it sounds kind of neat, but it also sounds like one more thing that the repo guy has to do. We got to get all the crap, the physical crap, out of the car. Now we've got to somehow get the data crap out of the car. Is that is that what I'm hearing, in transport terms? The transport super trucker guy. Somewhat, yeah. I mean, it is. I guess you could call it that way. But it's before the chain of custody is broken. So before the repossessor releases that vehicle to the transport company, or for several of us that are on here, we transport our own vehicles. But before we release it, the, the uh, chain of custody is broken. 
we remove that personal information out of the vehicle. We're protecting the consumer, which is important. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good news then. So the customer's taken care of. No personal belongings or personal data are in the car when it leaves your lot, right? Correct. So I, right. I think that the way that I think it's easy to think about it, and it's a way that I, I think everybody would say, yeah, that's common sense, is that if somebody had a portable hard drive in the car, it would be, you know, obviously, per, containing personal information would be obviously taken out as physical property. And I think mm -hmm. what regulators have recognized is that this is not any different. It just happens that the hard drive is just inside the car. And so they're asking to do essentially the same, the same thing that would happen everywhere. Again, I think it's absolute common sense. And I, in an ideal world, there would be no need for regulators to even have to say it because it's so common sense. Uh, but uh, in Illinois, again, they made the decision to make it explicit. And I think that it, it will probably lead the companies to think about what are the proper safeguards we put in place for consumers, not just in Illinois, but everywhere. Again, to me, all of this is just common sense. Mm -hmm. wow, okay. And how, I mean, I'm just curious, but how long does it take to uh, clear the data? I don't want to monopolize the conversation here, but you know, I'm happy. I'm happy to help because we do this all the time. It, it varies. Uh, it's uh, you know uh, minutes, so it's not you know something that is excessively burdensome, uh, and it's something that uh, all the members of the association have committed to do and I think they walked into it with eyes wide open knowing what the, what the what it takes and they were again when regulators asked them to step up I think that they had no problem say yeah sure we, you know this is something we think we can do when we first introduced the bill down in Springfield the banking committee was surprised that there was no bill that was already written for this um, they they praised us for this. They said, you know, we can't believe that there's nothing that's protecting the consumer right now. And I mean, that's why the bill went through in 14 month period and is because the, the banking committee and the privacy committees down there and stuff, they they were so supportive of the bill, you know, to protect the consumer. Well, to me, it's like it shows uh, some sense of initiative, leadership. Uh, yeah, from the from the agents, that's the repo gang. They're kind of forward thinking, forward looking. Hey, we're already responsible. Let's take this step. And you guys kind of look like this is really great for for your industry that you guys are concerned about this. Because Brianna's been the best to show me like, hey, Ty, we don't do. It's not like repo you see on the TV. We're clean. We're legit. And so I got to go down there and got to drive around the truck. I got to really see it. It's it's a real business. We're not here to fight. I don't need to bring the guns. I don't need some big guy jumping out of the truck and punching people in the face. So to me, this is just another example of how legitimate and how well represented the repo com repo agencies are. Is that a fair assessment? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you guys have heard me say it a million times, but we really are focused on making sure that you know our industry won't be under further fire legislation and whatnot because. At because we understand how important it is to make sure that the consumers are also taken care of. And, you know, it's a crappy job, but somebody's got to do it. And so we got to make sure that we're doing it right. Yeah. Well, that's great. Okay. So good job, everybody. Well, and just one quick thing, too. I think quite a few of us are going to be educating further on that law at Used Car Week. I know uh, you guys are going to be on a panel with me, and Dave Johns is going to be on a panel with some of the guys from Location Services. And so we're going to touch more on 
you know, that uh, that law that they were able to pass in Illinois and why it's important. Uh, Michelle from Privacy for Cars is going to be on our panel, right? So we're going to touch more on why it's important to clean that metadata off of those vehicles and to protect the consumers and, you know, why agents um, took those steps. I think, hmm. too, it's, it's also important to remember that everything is the agent's fault. <laughs> if you ever everything that goes wrong after repossession is the agent's fault it doesn't matter if the car went to auction six months prior or after whatever it's going to have a dent in it it's the agent's fault um this happened it's the agent's fault it always falls back on us so the more that we can do to mitigate the complaints coming in and to protect the you know protect the consumers because as they said before, it's a chain of custody. We're going to be able to know from start to finish when we let go of that vehicle, it's only been in our possession. And when it left, it was wiped away. So I think this is huge for all of us in the repo space that Illinois started this path. And what Darcy so said about that is always the repossessor's fault, no matter what. You know, that's true. We see the claims that come back and I shouldn't even say this, but so far we have not seen any claims from the privacy, you know, the data not being cleared. But I really feel like it's just a matter of time before some attorney gets a hold of that. And now we got this whole new thing that we're going to be dealing with because it it's always comes back to these guys, no matter what. Mm. And Ty, if you don't mind, I'd like to add some, you know, let me switch hats here. Let me wear the IRA hat for one minute, right? I, yeah. I, I don't know how much of your audience really appreciate how hard it is the work of, of the people that you see here on the screen, to the point that the concerners of IRA decided to license a database to just keep track of all the laws that you have in state by state to manage repossessions. These people need to live through and manage day-to-day -day compliance with those things. And, and the fact that they're taking on yet another thing, I think is just remarkable. So um, again, I, I, I don't know how much your audience really appreciates how much more complicated it is to, not just to move a car, but to do it in the context of a repossession. And um, again, I, I think that this is something that definitely the concerners at IRA are paying a lot of attention to. Awesome. Oh, well that makes, yeah, the concerner probably would be interested in that too. I didn't even think about that, good point. Wow. Hey Vaughn, does that mean are you guys is so maybe Georgia or another state? Have you guys started talking about maybe trying this as well? Yeah, it's it's this is something that is um, has been talked about for the last couple of years. Oh, okay. Illinois, of course, has just led the way with getting this bill passed. Um, oh, okay. It's going to take a lot of work for this to go through the other states, but um, they've set some precedent down. Uh, we think we got a pretty good foundation to move forward throughout the country. Wow. Yeah, a lot of the states are looking at having their own individual lobbyists now, too. And obviously, that's a huge expense. So we have to have the commitment from the members. And, you know, um, so it, it's a ton of work. Um, but I think all of us are, are ready to dig in and kind of make that that happen, you know, across the board. Well, right, because I think uh, last time we were talking, this is an interesting conversation, but there hasn't always been an association in every state. It's something like that, right? And there's still states that aren't. Yeah, we still don't. Currently, we have 15 state associations that represent 16 states. The Carolinas is our first multi-state association. Um, 
And so we do have a few states uh, currently that are working on on getting established too. So, um, you know, we're hoping by the end of the year, we're going to be looking at more like 20, um, which mm. is really significant considering, <laughs> uh, you know, when, when I started at Texas ARP, like almost four or five years ago now, there were three state associations. So this movement has been huge and it's been super significant to the industry. I mean, we always appreciate like what ARA does, but it would be virtually impossible for them to offer a 50 state solution. I mean, they would have to have 50 people working at home office instead of, you know, just a few. So um, they've been super supportive working in conjunction with us and supporting us as, as you know, as our national leader. But um, the states really have kind of um, pave the way for you know more individual change for all of our all of our markets and our space so if somebody's watching this and they know they're in a state that doesn't have an association i believe you're the contact right brianna for that yeah i mean we do have a huge group now so there's a ton of people that can help um i've always kind of been the unofficial um liaison to all of the states but uh darcy's husband todd who's the president of indiana has been a huge help he's taken a huge part of the burden off of me um, um the guys from um from AIR in Illinois have been a huge help I mean you can always call you know if you don't know any of us you can always call uh ARA they'll point you in the right direction you know connect you with other agents in your market um but yeah I mean between uh the 15 current state presidents I mean any any of us are willing to sit down and help great okay so uh this is a law that we passed. Now we should slide over to industry news. I noticed Jay threw something out there about transporters coming on a lot in the oh, COI. Is that yeah, what it Where was? did that come from? Who started that? Well, <laughs> would you like me to tell you that? Yeah, yeah tell there me. You go. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, take it away, Renee. <laughs> okay, so yeah. it's actually most insurance companies have always required this, but not always enforced it but as litigation has changed over the years um, insurance companies want to be sure that they're not paying for something that they should not be paying for um, and so and I like I typed in the group chat in the event of a claim it all goes back to the contract the repossessors all have contracts with their clients and they have to indemnify their clients. I don't think there's an, a contract out there uh, with any of the major clients that doesn't require the repossessor to indemnify the client in the event of a claim. But for the repossessors, and, and I've got, you know, true story, we've got a claim right now, an auto transporter, which I think was not one of the probably um, most professional. I think Brianna talks about the U-Haul trailer kind of guys. I've heard Darcy talk about the jack legs that, that come on, you know. But this guy, don't know if it was the first time in auto hauler or what, but he misjudged, managed to hit the gate, damaged the fence, and in trying to correct from that, he ends mm. up hitting a vehicle. Ooh. Okay? So the repossessor needs to know that that auto hauler is going to have the insurance coverage to fix his fence and to fix that car. Um, and it had, and again, it goes back to the contract. If there's no contract, then, you know, his insurance company, this all gets tangled up in question. So, the repossessor needs to be additional insured because they have rights. Additional then. insured. 
right. additional insured. They have rights to the policy. They, all repossessors have to list clients, the lenders and forwarders as an additional insured on their policy so their coverage can extend. It, it just protects the repossessor from having to pick up claims, pay out of pocket, try to turn something in on their own policy that's not their fault. I, I never have understood why clients hold the repossessors to this very high standard when it comes to insurance and indemnification, but they never hold, and, and auctions don't either, the, the transporters to the same standard. It's two different standards, and if it was important to that client, when that repossessor picked up that vehicle, that they were properly insured, that the client was listed as an additional insured, it should be important to that client that on the way to the auction, that once that chain of custody is changed, that that car is getting the same care insurance-wise as it did before it left that lot. Did, now, did you hear me make that offhanded comment about the fact that when I was a dispatcher, we didn't do any of this stuff? Like, yes. Does that surprise you? No, because it's not been something, every, again, the litigation has changed so much in the last five years. Everything is changing and what is was supposed to be is now being kind of, you know, it's like it must be done, you know, and um, and, and for the repossessors with the, the issues in the auto transport world, you know, there's not, you know, the auctions are sending not professional auto transporters to their lots. Right. They're showing and, up and, too. Exactly. And so repossessors oh need to be protected just like the clients need to be protected and well, you know if in the chat i mean it's not even just them damaging our gate our collateral our staff our facility it's you know if they do if we don't have a staging area outside of our lot and they have to come onto our lot to get collateral to transport and they slip and fall and you know throw out their back or, or break their leg or, you know, worse. I, I mean, they, they need to have coverage for that. Right. Because this isn't, this isn't something that the repo agents are going to, to take care of is, is, you know, their medical bills and whatnot. Um, so, you know, these transporters must be insured. They must follow the rules. They must sign the site entry agreement. They must provide a COI with us listed as the secondary insured. And that, it, it, it it's just professionalism. I mean, it do, it's not an outrageous request. No, that that's the thing. I'm not saying it is, but having been in the dispatch office, Ty, are you hearing what they're saying now? And the reason I'm talking like this because if the rest of the auto transport world of just random whatever, and I'm talking about maybe a number one load board, if this gets out that they're saying this. And the rest of the auto transport industry hears this, man. Ain't no repo lot load will ever get picked up again. Maybe. Well, I mean, Jay, Jay, listen, that's that's just the point. I mean, the, the deal is. is we're bringing this to you guys' attention because I think it was said earlier by by John in our chat. What if someone comes on our lot, slips out of their trucks, breaks their neck, and dies? Who's responsible for no, that person on our lot? I, I, I agree. I'm being and real. I know, I know yeah. you agree. Yeah. My, my point is, we've what got we to, Renee said this earlier, if everyone was hold, held to the same standards that us on this call that repossess vehicles is, we wouldn't have this problem. The problem is, is the only person that feed <clears throat> are held to the fire is recovery agents. 
And that must change. Uh, and this is one of those deals. And I don't know whether it's maybe we need to focus on the top down where it's the brokers and the auctions that are sending these guys to right. ill-equipped and ill-prepared and under-licensed. Maybe they need to sign this deal. And they say they'll hold us harmless in the event one of these guys come on out a lot and do some damage. The key is, is we got to have some type of conversation about this. Well, and I, so here's what, yeah, once I, now that I've said that, and I, man, I'm with you. What, what, what it would lead me to is this. Number one, this is why no transporter can go on the lot. Number one. Because transporters do not understand why they can't go on the lot. Well, They're some like, of us don't have the capability to not. I mean, not every repo yard is the same. There you go. Some of us don't have a choice. I mean, some of us are on a two-lane road. There's nowhere for us to drag out the cars. Some of us have a small space. You know, some agents probably have a shared space where they lease part of this lot. So whatever the situation is, you know, um, we can't have a different set of standards for every different kind of lot. We have to have one set of standards regardless. And 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 the transporters and the auctions, the carriers, the dispatchers, everyone needs to kind of be educated about this. Um, and it's funny because it's almost like this situation suddenly came up again. We have already gone down this road and have educated and we kind of thought that we were we were good to go. And this situation actually just popped up again because, you know, um, turnover, things like that, a lack of education, lack of communication, where we had, you know, a certain client uh, in the space um, very upset about this situation and, and wanting to, you know, um, to ban agents that have this set of rules. But unfortunately, they'd have to ban the majority of us because they were just misinformed that most agents are already operating this way. Okay, so <clears throat> I guess the first thing is, is we have agents on this on this group in this room right now so how many agents in the room require the transport guy to have the coi now on the work if they slip and fall wouldn't that fall under a work comp if they Is have it? work comp yeah most of these people are independent contractors i mean i i would be they may be owner operators yeah They're one man right so like yeah. in the state of missouri if you have one guy you don't have to le technically have work comp you should maybe have a disability income policy for yourself if you were smart but otherwise well, you don't have you don't to have, have it in texas either it doesn't matter if you have five employees or 500 employees you actually don't oh. have, to have it in texas oh okay i didn't know it's mandated here in michigan we have to have the workers comp unless you're just one the owner only working then you don't right. have to have the workers comp okay all right, so, so so everybody here, if a transporter comes on your lot, maybe you haven't seen this guy before, or the company, I guess that should be the right way to put it. Uh, stop what you're doing. I need your insurance. Is who raise your hand if that's the way it goes? Does it go like that? Well, we use I clear. Would, dust, yeah, as you guys know. I wouldn't say it goes exactly like that, Ty. This this stuff has taken place before the transporter. Oh, because they got a call, right? Yeah. Right. You got to do the twenty four hour call in advance. No, so we don't do that anymore either. No, 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 no. We all use clear data. They got to upload their BOLs. They got to schedule an appointment. We got to go in and approve the appointment. So if it's someone that we haven't seen before, we call them right away. Hey, I'm going to email you this. You need to get this signed. You need to get me over a COI sent from the care of the insurance not from you that lists us as a secondary insured and you need to have this done before you the day of your appointment or your appointment will be canceled 
Yep, that's the same thing we do. It's a site entry agreement. They have to have the site entry agreement signed off on, approved approved of, and then we have to have a copy of the insurance for anyone that's even allowed on the lot. They, if they're not, and I've got a list of qualified ones that are actually can come to my lot, and there's a list of them that aren't. And yep. they, they still try to book all the time. We say, sorry, not denied. You're not, you're, right. you're, you're See, denied. And that's, you're not qualified. I'm kind of leaning more towards Vaughn on this one because, uh, you know, one of the things that I always thought was annoying when I owned trucks was knowing that there are guys out there doing the same thing I'm doing that aren't paying the same things I'm paying for. And one of them might be insurance, disability income, who knows what else, you know, that they're not paying for. And they're somehow able to slide in under here and take all the business or some of it. And I just thought, eh, that doesn't even seem right. But well, so to me, it clears out the raft. What? A lot of us on here are doing a lot of our own transports as well, but not every client, you know, will allow that. I mean, there's a handful that, you know, they have um, uh, contracts with the auction for their lane. And so, you know, we just are incapable unless we sign up through the auction, which let's be honest, those fees are a little bit lower than we're accustomed to when we're transporting things. So, um, but yeah, a lot of agents do ask for the first right of refusal on transports. Do we always get it? No. And it's not that we're trying to take jobs away from, you know, the carriers that are out there trying to, to book loads and, 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 you know, make their way in their business as well. It's just that it also limits this entire headache of the post repo process for us. Hmm. And then Great. things that we seem to see here in Georgia, um, it's almost as if the, the order gets handed from one broker to another broker to another broker so it could be like three times that that things has changed hands before the individual shows up to to transport the vehicle uh we see the same transporter for different companies he, he's just you know he's just for hire so it gets complicated. contracting an entirely different third party company so they yeah. think they're covered when they make the appointment but unfortunately they're not because it they aren't covered under that person's insurance, but we need their insurance as well. I want to go back to clear data for something for a second. Is that th this is one of my jobs is to point out to to many this clear data is as obvious as, you know, plain as day. But too many, I guarantee there's somebody watching live right now or on demand. They have no idea what clear data is. Can you clear that up and tell us what clear data is? Who hasn't spoken yet? <laughs> Dave. Yeah. Yeah, Dave. Dave. I bet Come anybody on, here can tell us what clear data is. Come on, right? Dave. We're transporters. We don't know. Yeah. Uh, clear data is a post recovery program that was designed by Clear Plan, what used to be a pre recovery program. What it is, it, it basically lists everything that happens in the post recovery process and it also allows on our website to post a link that transporters and uh, the debtors can go on and they can book their own appointment time right off the calendar. Right. And when you it say program, it's a software. Yeah. And also help. It also helps. Yeah. Help, I mean, it's an organizational tool. It helps us verify their identity. Right. So like we don't take calls from consumers anymore to book an appointment. Right. We give them the instructions on how to book their own appointment. So they have to put in the last six of their VIN that verifies their identity. Right. So that we don't have some third party calling to make an appointment saying that this is their car and then they show up and the ID doesn't match. So it really is an, a, a phenomenal organizational tool that helps us manage appointments at our lots better because, um, you know, uh, a big issue in the repo industry is staffing. Right. And it does take staff to release these vehicles. And some of us are releasing 30, 60, 90 cars a day, depending on how many repossessions that we do. 
So, and that includes, you know, um, not just the transports, but the redemptions um, for consumers. And then, you know, we still have personal property appointments as well. So um, it helps us stay organized. It helps us verify everybody's identity. It helps us make, you know, make sure everything, all our I's are dotted and our T's are crossed before whoever it is comes to pick up that car. So do you think that there is a significant number percentage of transporters that are not clear on how the clear data process works and why it's in uh, place? I, sent a, I created a video that I, anyone that tries to book a appointment with us, I send them the video with the site entry agreement at the same time that shows how you can go to our website, how easy it is to book, book the appointment or even just try to qualify vehicles. So I mean, not even with even picking the vehicle up, if they just want to contact our website just to see if they can qualify the vehicle, it'll already you know, you'll already have pictures of it. So you're gonna you're gonna know if it's got any flat tires on it. Does it have keys? Does it run? Is it operable? Inoperable? And then at the same time, you know, if, if we've got some sort of blocker that's on there for you know trunk no trunk access or the there's no glove box or something that's stopping that vehicle or redemption hold, whatever the case might be, it'll stop them from allowing them to even book that appointment for that vehicle so that they can maximize their loadouts. For, for their entire run. Well, that's pretty cool. You made an instructional video. Mm -hmm. Really, that's a great idea. That really is a great idea. Yep. I could see uh, more of those, you know, in place. I I'm, I don't say these things just because it's fun to say. I literally don't think there's a lot, or literally think there are a lot of transporters that have no idea what you're talking about. Any transport who picks up from a repo lot knows what clear data is, but do they pretend sometimes that they don't know how to do it or don't want to do it right. or are very confused? Yes. So we also made like a PDF um, pamphlet for, for transporters that we hand to them that, you know, has the step-by-step -step instructions as well, you know, because let's be honest, a lot of our transporters don't speak English. So we just took kind of like snapshots of, you know, do step one, step two, step three. So um, we do make it very clear. Um, it can be a little bit of a learning curve for transporters who have never used it before, but um, ultimately um, it makes everybody's life so much easier because also there's um, it, it completely gets rid of the printing of paperwork, right? So they upload their BOL, everything comes on our iPad or our tablet or whatever everybody's using. They can literally sign right there like um, right on the on the tablet. So we don't have to print out a bunch of papers, scan a bunch of papers back in and then, you know, destroy a bunch of papers at the end of the day. So um, it's just it's a great it's a great tool. And you guys have had a long time ago. You guys had Jordan on the on the show as well. And, and Jordan was one of the founders of Clear Plan, Clear Data. Yeah. Well, and that was helpful. That's actually why I have a foundation of understanding because Jordan was on the show. Ty, go ahead. Well, I got a question. So now, now we've established when, when before you get there, Vaughn, thank you. Vaughn points out, hey, this happens way before they show up, right? So, okay. So, one of the things that I don't, I don't know if Vaughn said it, but do, is it do auctions post repo cars on load boards? That's one question that I've had for a long time. We see that a good bit. We'll pe there'll be someone just coming down the East Coast and there'll be an oddball car leaving Atlanta headed somewhere to Florida. And it'll be a one-time guy with a truck and a trailer. Uh, doesn't even look to be equipped to be doing an auto transport in general. And he'll just show up randomly with no understanding of what 
clear data is or anything like that. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Thank you. The ones, that, the ones that come off the re yeah. the load board are probably the real. That's all day that, long, right? But, it doesn't sound, but no, Bree's it doesn't right. Sound Those like the it. people that come to us on a regular basis, they understand the procedure. Yeah. We've, we've educated them. They now understand how to follow the program. That's part of building a lane, well, Jay. So and the unfortunately, people, yeah, go ahead. for those right. guys that, that do just show up because it's a one-off for them, the policy oh, doesn't change, and they will get turned away. They are turned away. You're right. They usually leave a little upset. Maybe. So, But how does that get fixed? Right, We're identifying a problem, and then... Oh, yeah, that oh, goes that, back to the auction. Well, okay, per, I like that. Right? I mean, tell me about the auction. auction. We have told all of our clients, so even if it's a client, we don't do significant volume for it. The post-repo process is something that we educate them on. You know, Even if I'm doing one car for, for a client, they're always going to sign a contract too. So we're, we educate them all on the post-repo process. It is kind of up to them to communicate You know, if they're going to use these one-off guys and they want the car taken from Texas to Florida or Georgia or whatever. It's their responsibility to communicate that and, you know... Um, did That's you see the listing I pulled up just today of an in-op car, which I'm almost positive was repo? Nowhere in there did it say, go to cleardata.com. I mean, I, I, I'm not putting fault anywhere, but I don't know if the education's getting out. That's well, my so that posting was in Cleardata. The dispatchers and the auctions. Well, like if it. I didn't know any better, I wouldn't know what that's trying to tell me. I mean... Wait a minute. That was the post. Who, who just said that that was in clear data? Who said that? I think John said that. That was me. Yeah. John, so you the the, the picture that Jay had up during his news. That was segment. from Ready Logistics. I, so I pulled it from Ready Logistics. Okay. And I promise you, Ready Logistics knows the rules. I, I, and I'm not, yeah, right. not going to weigh in whether they do or not. But the random guy that's look, looking at that load, all they're looking at is the dollar amount and the pickup and delivery. And all that other stuff is like, yeah, 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 yeah. And well, don't worry, just... did it say, learn about clear data? Or if it did, I, I didn't get it. I'm just saying that the education well, component mm -hmm. is a little light. That's all I'm trying to point out. No, it that's turned... a good point. That's a good point. Maybe that's something, you know, we can all get together and address with these with these auctions and, right. and, and the clients, too. Because, yeah. you know, we don't want to be jerks. We, we, no. we want the cars no. off. Lot, just because I am so doesn't cool. mean I want to be. Yeah, right. And so we want the cars off our lot, right? Like we want that spot. I can't, I can't put another repo in that spot until that spot is empty. So it's not that we don't want to release the cars. We just want to make sure that you know we're protected uh, while doing it. So I was just going to say, I was looking at one of the transport orders that I, I've got for dispatched over to me for bringing a vehicle down to a, a, a Mannheim auction, and it's, it's even gives our phone number that's on there. But when you call our phone number. It automatically redirects you back to go to the website to book the book everything right there online. So we've got that in the. And I've I've noticed that in the past, even when I was dispatching, that's how I began to learn there are other processes that I needed to understand. But it didn't happen until I'd already booked the load. So whoever was dispatching load loads to me wasn't helping me learn. It was the recovery lots I was actually trying to send drivers to to pick up from. And by that point, it's almost too late. That's yeah. the problem. Hmm. Right, because so, now the time window's gone and all that stuff. Okay, so if I'm following this story, this conversation, it, it's I'm enjoying it, and I'm thinking, okay, so there are. It seems like maybe we don't have it completely under control, but maybe not as much friction as a couple years ago. Is that a fair assessment? Mm -hmm. With we, the transport guy, a hundred percent. 
I mean, it's it's much less of a headache for us these days than it was, you know, a few years ago, for sure. And I think we met about a few years ago. So I'm just going to take ATI is going to take all the credit for throwing away the repo hammer. And that's why we all get along. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where it is. Well done, well done. Hey, I thought you were bringing that to use car week. Well, that's why I dug it out. Ty was here, actually, when I I dug it out of the archives. I had to go down in the tunnels and miles back in with the uh soup cans and the you know bomb well, shelters but, but i, I didn't find it i guess what is i'm following the conversation i'm finding encouragement and here's why because i keep hearing brianna and i keep hearing ryan say same transport i deal with the same guys they might be picking up for a different client but i keep seeing the same guys i did i did hear that so i find that encouraging because to me that means i got transport guys out here that are understand i'm building a lane Right. And part of this lane is, is you pick up at one end and you drop off maybe at an auction. Hey, by the way, what was that trick question about cars going anywhere? Oh, yeah. An How many cars go to the dealership after getting picked I've up? I've never heard repos- that. Me neither. Or the bank. Somebody's in the live chat said the bank, too. Take it to the bank? So we like have you go a- to the teller? Well, well, we have a couple credit unions we work for that has their own lots, so we drop the cars off there. And then, I mean, we're not like dropping it off in front of the bank, but they have like an area that's secured. And we have a couple of local local dealers that um, we also return the cars to them, and they just turn those cars right back over. They don't go to auction. We have an actual larger client too that requires us to take them right to the dealership after we take it in and process them to just drop them off at the dealership, the closest one to us. So I thought I had read that actually dealers couldn't do that, though. No, no, I think I figured it out. No, it's an ACV backlot cars, I bet. I bet a dollar. Why Mm. else would it go? Because remember that they do the online auction, ACV backlot car? I'm thinking of the bank. You drop it off at a dealer, and they come through ACV backlot cars, and they have an auction. I thought it was the bank couldn't take it back after repossessed, because otherwise it'd be a conflict of interest. No. Okay. I don't know about the no. bank. We're just transport but guys But I guessing. do want to say this. The pain of getting a certificate of insurance, okay? I, I don't want it to be a pain, but it is a pain. It and isn't so, a pain. I know. Pain. Not, at, not at Harding Brooks. It's like, you know, oh, you it's like it. having a party. It's like, but at some that? insurance, at some of those other guys. They shouldn't be insured with those other guys. <laughs> well, I agree with you. This gets into some... Many guys will take whatever insurance will actually take them. Tell me I'm wrong, right? That's true. And but there's supposed to be a customer service person. Oh, there. I know there should be. There should be. All, I I should have I a pony. My I have spent lunch hours <laughs> trying to get a certificate of insurance oh, and ring in the phone. It's crazy. My point is. But that goes back to what yeah. Vaughn Thanks. said. Let's go back to reality. Because they need to be held to the same standard that we're held to. Mm-hmm. We hey, can't. Jay, I know, I know you guys want to move on. John, sorry, I didn't want to interrupt you, but Jay, I know you guys want to move off this point, but it's it's very important. No, let's stay for the, for the clients yeah. that may be on this call. Yeah, the the end game here is for us not to hold on to these cars and cause a delay at the gate for these cars getting sold. We understand they want to move their cars and get, get them sold, and we don't want also don't want the transporters thinking that we're trying to hurt the guy, you know, the boots on the ground who's just simply trying to move a car for a couple hundred dollars. The problem is we have to make sure that we protect the agents um, because for far too long, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to turn the claim to, to Renee just to make, you know, our insurance is everything we have. There's agents that lose their insurance. 
we have got to protect our insurance at all costs. So somehow we got to shift this responsibility to the folks that are, you know, and I hate to say it, but the auction is going to have to figure out a way to educate their transport. What's, I, what, what the industry has changed to, which is clear that. I'm thinking the same thing. Not only the load boards and the auctions and the brokers, whoever's listing loads and, and working with the transporters probably needs to drag some of this bad information out into the light. Because, hey, we got Rich, yeah. the auction guy. Well, there we go. Because well, he's in Houston. Yeah. Well, and we Sorry. just did all the states and ARA and the other national organization, AFA and the Eagle 20 group. Well, we actually did just put out a press release. I, I sent it to you guys for, you know, to review it before this show. Um, but it's available on CU Collector. I'll make sure I get you the link. But we did put out a press release talking about this very topic and educating on it. Um, it doesn't go so much into clear data and stuff, but it does go into why we are requiring the COI. And, and to Vaughn's point, uh, we can't just go get insured with any guy down the street, right? There's three carriers in the entire country that write the kind of insurance we need. And I can tell you that some of the people on this call, their insurance policy is as expensive as a house every single year. We don't have insurance policies that are you know, 20 grand a year or 12 grand a year. They're more like 20 or 12 grand a month sometimes for some of us and so if we have multiple multiple claims we can become non-renewable and then we're out of business and she speaks the truth yeah well and i and that's why i point these i mean yeah actually ryan we're here it's in the live chat me and ryan just live chatted each other while we're in this group setting uh we need to learn each other's technology so I keep, I'm going to get a clear data button is that I don't think enough transporters know what clear data is just as when we say car hauling mobile app, seems like more people now know what that is, but we have to learn each other's technology and I don't know where is the place to, well, yeah, actually I do. That's a trick question, but it's just like learning the port system. How does a transporter learn what goes into picking up and delivering at the port? Usually, while they're sitting there waiting at the port, losing their mind. Does it have to be that way? There's, there's no real good overlay solution for all of this. I mean, you're talking every. How do the auctions talk with the lenders? How do the auctions then talk with the transporters? How do the transporters talk with the repo lots or wherever else they got to go pick that up? There's, there's no overlay solution that that's there right now. So we need to sit here and actually learn each other's technology and create some communication that's going on there, so we can help smooth over this ecosystem that that's rolling. Because we're all living in our own little bubbles right now, thinking that we've got all the great technology that's right in front of us but we're missing out on everything either before or after to get to that point. So we don't, and, and that's where that delay comes in. You know, one day here, two day here, for everyone, that, everyone's technology turns into two, three weeks at a time that, you know, we end up sitting with a car, right. the lender's not mad, lender's getting mad at the vehicles not getting to the auction. So, you know, how do we smooth over this ecosystem? And I've, so I've thought, I've thought about this a little bit. Rather than, uh, you know, surfing that day's terrible, horrible news, you know, you ever and who's who's used Duolingo? You can learn Spanish in like five minutes a day. All right, if you're already in about four thousand apps, anyways, what if there was one to teach you five minutes of important auto logistics, transportation, repossession information? Just five minutes a day, and then you can get back to all that horrible news out there. But just five minutes a day, 
to learn uh, what you, things you didn't know in transportation logistics. It's a crazy idea, but it just might darn work. Well, there you go. There's your next, uh, you and Ty's well, next. I'm not, an, I don't build apps, <laughs> but yeah, no, I hear you. No, but, but it, and maybe that's where some of this is headed. I don't know. Shoot, man. We got, how many repossession recovery professionals do we have here with us tonight? I don't mean just on screen in the live chat. Yeah, who's in, who else this is amazing. Chat? All right. All right. Yeah, I just did that. Speed bump. All right. Yeah, Vaughn, okay, but yeah, oh, go ahead. One suggestion. Vaughn maybe I don't know. I don't know you guys' business. So I don't know how a guy books a load. But maybe when, and this is something, once again, to Ryan's point, we have to get out of our own bubbles and, and collaborate with one another on the software side. Maybe when a, when a, a truck guy who's just waiting for another load, he looks at a load, oh, there's one in Houston. Maybe when he goes to select that road, that, that load, there's a button that says this location requires clear data. And they, that way it'll stop it right at the gate. You know, something like that will, will, will fix that problem. Because they don't have to learn the entire deal. But if they're going to grab that load for them to move forward, they have to click on that they understand they have to do a clear plan, clear plan registration. Well, yeah, and I think see Jay a lot of times. If I if I hear Jay on Thursdays, right? Sometimes people put a car as a load to go be picked up, but don't really want anybody to know that it's at a repo yard. Is that right, Jay? On your dispatching live on the load boards, unfortunately, do they do that? and I know Vaughn is here. I got to be careful, but it is true. Is that I really do? I don't know what the techniques are now, but when I was dispatching, they did anything possible not to let me know it was a repossession load. Hmm. Wow. It was. Right. I don't want to talk about making no let's talk let's talk about this Thursday because I, I think thought. Vaughn's on to something. I really do. Yeah, I agree. I like here's it. The, here's the thing. If it if it popped up clear paths repo or you know, repo something that they know right there, I think you'd see a lot of wouldn't you, Jay? Maybe? Yeah, no, and I, I it's an interesting idea because and me and Sue talk a lot about when you're searching for loads, simple ways to identify what you're looking at quickly. Um, and one of the things that's been added on Central Dispatch is a, an orange broken engine. Thank you. That's way easier than mm. trying to read in-op. In oh, okay. In-op. So, yeah, so you could have a little red stop sign with a clear data or, you know, whatever. And that would be amazing. Yeah. Um, I had a thought. Yeah. Yeah. Can, can I ask you a question? Mm -hmm. What are the top three reasons why someone would pass on an opportunity to uh, transport a vehicle from a repo lot. What are the three roadblocks that are typically seen? Darcy. Darcy's got it. I know, everyone's like, come here, me. Darcy. I was just going to say something on that topic before you said it. Here's the thing. Repo lots are not going to allow somebody, we don't allow wedge trailers, and that's because the people who drive them don't know how to drive them, and they turn wide they hit things, so we don't allow certain equipment. If you're coming for an in-op and you have a trailer, you have no way of loading that. And we're not gonna take time out to load it for you. That's not our job. Um, you know, they, we expect the insurance. We expect an appointment. We expect you to come during certain hours. We have certain rules where if they're just gonna go pick up from, say, a dealership that is sending a bunch of cars to auction, there's no rules. They, they can come any way they want. They can pick up any way they want. They can tow any way they want. But 
when they come to our lot, they don't have the proper equipment and they tow it improperly, it gets to the auction, it's damaged. The first person who's getting that complaint, the repo company. Because we have the better insurance. And then we have to mm, prove we have a video, sense. we have photos, we have this and that, and it's always on us for the proof. And that is unfair. So that's why it's very much, it's difficult. People don't want to pick up from us because they don't want to follow the rules. They want to do things their way, the cheapest way. And the auctions get what they pay for. If they want to so, pay cheap, they get cheap. And to add to Darcy, and I learned this by being listening on uh, one of the, the Thursday live dispatch with Sue. I learned this because I asked this question when she was talking about dispatching repos. And, and, and she said, made it really clear that they didn't like to do repos. And I'm like, but why? I love repos. Why right. don't you love repos? And, and she said, and, and I understand, but th this is the whole point where this is so good because auto haulers don't understand, you know, because you have to make an appointment and you have limited time because you don't get paid to store that car. So you can't have somebody there all day long. Then, then on the other side, if that auto hauler is coming from a ways away, they get tied up in traffic and they miss their appointment. See, That's not their fault because they got, you know, but to get that communicated and also because you guys can't always staff, especially a smaller lot, the phones, it's difficult sometimes to get through to people. So they can't call and say, hey, I got this issue. So, and, and they, believe it or not, think you guys have keys and you just won't give them <laughs> the keys and they make do. it easy to, to load they, the cars. And they I, do. I made sure I said, nope, they don't have keys because they don't, the lenders won't let them cut keys. If the lenders will let them cut ah, keys, it would be simple. To so, the lender. Exactly. It, it all goes back to the, so much it just goes back to the to, lender. Oh, brother. But we can't talk Ooh. about that. So, all right. So here's the thing is that uh, the question was, top three reasons why I, I wouldn't book a repo, right? Is that right, John? I think it is. Yes. Yep. Top, okay. The appointment is probably number one. And, and before I move further, I want to qualify what category of auto transport we're dealing with here. Is that because as Ty likes to talk about, you want to set up a, a lane. For a guy that knows his lane and runs 100 miles, 200 miles, you have a better chance of working with them on a regular basis. But for the load sniper that is just looking for gold bars randomly, the moment you say appointment, they're like, oh, God, for, what do you mean appointment? I have no idea when I'm going to, I'm not going to be there at 2 o'clock. It's like when a resident says, well, yeah, I got a hair appointment or pick me up at the airport. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. We're not doing any of that because I can't estimate that and it gets into other problems. But also then how bad is this in-op? You know, that's one of the other things that's happened. We hear in-op, man, that could mean anything. Show okay, what? What's a, oh, it's just a flat tire. You get it there, the axle's missing. You know, like forget about it. Okay, so no appointments, can't do in ops, and then just all the other setting up. You know, going in the clear data, and and that the thing is, here's the problem. You mean we could pick that up, or you got a used car I could pick out up at a dealership in the middle of the night? Case closed. Give me the dealership car, even if it's a hundred bucks less. Let's get out of town and let's keep moving. And that's kind of what happens in the dispatch office. Actually, I just I just gave you a conversation in the dispatch office. It's not pretty, but that's what happens. 
So. Well, that's it. Okay. So we've got uh, transporters. This is really good, though. I, I like what Vaughn's saying. I think we've got enough connections, enough contacts. We could at least bring it to somebody, and they could say, yeah, we'll talk about it. It might happen in a year or two, but at least we could be a part of that, right? Mm -hmm. So next question I've got is, how how's the volume? Because uh, I guess it depends on which, which news you read or watch or listen to, but... Some of the news I follow says the volume is ridiculous, the lots are full, end of the world, crash and burn, the economy is going to cave, Jesus is coming back, you name it. It's all happening this week. And then the other one is like, no, it's been really inconsistent. It's just a roller coaster. One day we'll be super busy, next day we're not. What, so here are the experts. What are we looking at? It's busy. The lots are full. A lot of um, agencies are shutting down their lots because they can't even fit any more cars on to their lot and storage is one of the biggest issues that we're dealing with with that is the clients leaving the vehicles on our lots for 30 days or more and we can't even collect storage off of it so not only are you losing money that way but you're shutting your business down too the client i heard the client i heard the client just a minute ago about the what were we just talking about the client sets the client set the rates oh the keys that's what it was okay so uh <clears throat> The client is using the agent's storage, their lot for storage. The agent's not getting paid. The cars at the lot are sitting there. The transport guys, some of them are figuring it out, starting to figure it out. I think we're getting a consistent flow. Is that fair to say off this conversation? Consistent flow. Okay. We've got the insurance. We've got the volumes. Sounds like Jenny's saying it's pretty steady high. And the lots are getting full. And did I just hear you say that you like there are agents that are shutting their lots down? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Because it's too full. Well, so, shutting down for not taking in any more cars, which mm -hmm. also then affects you know our employees. Um, and some of us are fortunate enough to have other lots, and we can kind of reroute things or whatever. But imagine those agents that have a single lot. You know, we can't intake mm. any more cars. What do we do then? How do we tell our employees that they can't work? Mm. That's crazy. Hey, which, by the way, sorry to I jump. I'm like a rubber ball in a concrete room. But how how's uh, drivers? Drivers. Is everybody good on drivers? Or do we need drivers? What's that looking like? <laughs> I'm always looking for drivers. <laughs> We've had to get super creative with mm -hmm. sourcing talent. Um and let's be honest, not all drivers are created equal. I mean, um, you know, we don't particularly like to hire, you know, guys who only have experience wreck chasing because their feet are, their foot's a little heavy and they, they, you know, they're not accustomed to the fact that, you know, we're trying to, that this is a marathon, not a sprint, right? Like we're, we're picking up not wrecked cars that we can just drag back, however, and hurry up and go to the next one. Like we're, we have to be very careful with our clients collateral and so, um, and it's dangerous, let's be honest, um, right? Uh, I think Vaughn ARA has a fireside chat coming up about, you know, assaults against agents and how much they've increased. And um, so, um, you know, hiring someone, you have to be pretty honest with them. Like, hey, look, this is, this is a real possibility. You guys know that we just had a camera car driver that was shot recently and he wasn't even on an active repo. So, um, you know, um, it's uh, it's tough. It's tough to uh, source and retain talent for our 
not just our trucks, but for our, you know, spotter cars, camera cars and, and, and the office too, because at the end of the day, we are small businesses that are struggling with, you know, increasing our, our rates. We have seen a lot of that in the last year, but our rates were stagnant for so long. And with the issue of inflation, um, our rates don't match the cost to do our business. And so um, there's kind of, you know, um, and then the supply chain too. So it's great when you have a bunch, an influx of agents, but then you can't find a truck to buy. So it's kind of a three point issue here with, with just, um, sourcing and retaining talent. I got a quick question for you. Would you be interested in any transport drivers that maybe you're trying to transition from transportation to repo? I seek out the transport drivers. I'm always trying to recruit transport drivers to get into the repo truck, along with Amazon drivers and Uber drivers. Everybody. <laughs> you have to be very with them. We're not hiring drivers, right? We're hiring agents. We're hiring investigators. We're hiring repo agents. So you won't just be taking a car from point A to point B. It is a little more complicated than that, but that is why we do take such good care of our agents, and, and they're very well paid. Well, that's what I was getting at because, uh, I mean, a guy that owns a one ton and a three card, I'm sure he can make money and do fine. But at some point, if he's just got a load board and a dispatcher, his life expectancy is 1.72 years. Okay, I'll say that again. A guy with a one ton and a three card trailer, his life expectancy in his own business, owner operator, is 1.72 years. So <clears throat> I, I would think that that would be a great candidate, meaning I don't know that the guy's bringing home 50, 100,000. I don't know what the guy's bringing home, but he's not bringing home enough because his business is about gone. So I would I would think if if an agent, a repo agent, a driver, could probably do pretty decent making as far as income. Is that right? Yeah, but they're certainly not going to be working nine to five. Right, and I, I, that's I why I mentioned the transport do. guy because, yeah, yeah, they don't work. <laughs> no. Nine to five is just when they do, you know, the arguing. It's a song. I think some of yeah. the rest of the work <laughs> happens otherwise. Okay, you're hey, right, you're right. Uh, uh, Ryan and John, I, you know, I'm over here, the light bulb's going off. Do we need to show how appointments aren't a game ender, but aren't, you know, it's not that hard to do? To me, appointments in the past have seen, you know, it's like, oh, well, we're not doing that. But it sounds like you're saying the appointment's not that bad. In fact, you it's helpful it super because easy. We, you can I think, qualify your own cars. You can just schedule the appointment. All you have I to do is I think there needs to be an education about how. We got to do a Cars on the Move live. We really do. Demo. And it's not just on one drive. show. Yeah. That's another thing. When you it's, said, well, Jordan was on the Ryan. show. Well, that was one time. And this is why we get into repetitive cycles of information. Yeah, there has got to be a way to make more than one show about how appointments can actually help you instead of stop you mm -hmm. from moving this vehicle. Okay, so we got in. We got the the law passed uh, for clearing data. Good job, everybody! Congratulations. We've got uh, sounds like the volumes up. Carriers uh, are kind of getting in line and understanding. I think we can help with that. I would love to offer ATI as a platform to at least help put out the information. It's not as hard as it used to be. That could be the name of the show. It's not as hard as it used to be. You guys have uh, been great in connecting our two sectors of the industry. I mean, remember the first time I came on the show, it was like we totally did not understand each other at all. Not at all. Like now it's like 
I mean, you guys have helped us spread so much education. I mean, uh, thank you for that. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. Not kicking us out. Well, yeah, that's and we're learning too, guys. We really yeah. are. And I, I think, you know, I get excited when I talk to Darcy and Todd. I got to actually meet both of them live in Florida at the NARS conference. I mean, incredible people anyway. But then you start hearing the, the story, the transportation, you know, hauling the cars in, out, everything. It's just really exciting. And I wouldn't be opposed to seeing more. Re I mean, is that I, I think I ask this question all the time, but agents are kind of starting to think a little bit more about transporting cars. Is that true? Yes. Darcy's killing it. I mean, she's Come like, here. her and Todd have really, have really figured that out. I mean, like, I think Darcy spoke about it a couple times, not yeah. just on yeah. show, but like at industry events, they, they have got that system down. Yeah. Well, that's great. <clears throat> so I think, I think out. it's working. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, come on out and see us. See our, oh, uh, moving there you go. From all over the place. We, we're we moving. Hundreds like of we did at Brianna's. Okay. I'm down with that. I'll get I'll get with you later. You were Todd. I sent you an email already. <laughs> oh you did? Okay. Awesome. Thank but you. But you have to set an appointment. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got cleared out of clear path. Um, well, so let's go ahead and say we're gonna uh, Jay, you mentioned it earlier. I want to talk about it one more time real quick. Uh, yeah, November fourth, yeah, yeah. I believe it is. Fourth. Oh yeah. So uh yeah, let's do that. That's a great idea. Let's share the screen, and let's go to let's go to usedcarweek.biz. No, yeah. Uh oh, what happened now? Oh, uh, okay, click agenda. Let's go to Tuesday, November seventh. Is this mm. what we're talking about? Yeah, November seventh. Yeah, so what's November going on 7th. here? Um, what we're gonna do is we're scrolling because uh, man, there's a lot happening at Used Car Week. But on Tuesday, November 7th, Steps for Lenders to Improve Remarketing Logistics is happening at 11.15 a.m. Let's double-check the time. 11.15 a.m. in Scottsdale, Arizona. Um, and we're bringing it to the stage. Wow. Yes. Okay, so if you're, if you're watching the show live or on demand and you've, you've always wanted to go to Used Car Week, which, by the way, Used Car Week is an amazing event. Okay, and I, we're not being paid to, to talk about this. I just we've been what? enough. No, we're not. We just we don't even work here. Uh, <laughs> but I think you can go to that website and you can register to go as just an attendee. And I don't know what that dollar amount is, but pretty much I think everybody on this screen here is going to be there. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So all, all right, of this group's going right. to be there. Then you're going to have some of our transport gangs going to be there. And some of our auction gang is going to be there, and we'll probably have some dealer friends. So a great opportunity, if you can find the, the time and the money to go, you'll get to hang out with all of us. And, well, and the earlier it's really you good. register, the less, the, the less expensive it is. So if you get it on that early bird registration, it's going to be a little less than if you, if you wait. That's great. Good. Okay, I didn't remember that, but you're right. So, and uh, it's, it's divided that, into conferences just to be specific, because you want all access if you can, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because if you it's can. like marketing, repo, auto finance. I think they added something else this year. Yeah. So there was over 3,000 people there last year. I would say Huge. it's a fair bet to say that there will be at least 4,000 people there this year. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the good thing about this is that sounds like a scary number, and I've never been to a conference. And oh my God, it's, what do I wear? How does it work? Call Ty, 417-483-2764. I can help you pack your bag. I can tell you what you're going to need, and I'll help you walk around and introduce you to lots of people. And it, it's not, it's a very uh, quaint, it's kind of a tight group. I don't mean tight as in like you can't come in the group. But I mean, not impenetrable. Exactly. Yeah. They're very, it's, it's, not, it's a welcoming. Yeah. I mean, I, I've always enjoyed it. Bill, yeah. Bill Zedite, uh, Cherokee Media, Amazing. Joe Oberby, Nick. Zulovich, those are our friends. You, you just start walking around, you start walking into rooms, and you start getting educated, you start meeting people, and then you're having and a day in incredible. Yeah. yeah. And then there's a so, party. Where I met wow. our friend Rich Levine. I met him at yeah, Used Car Week uh, a few years ago, and his wife, the Emily, she works at Allied Solutions. And so we've always committed to introducing each other to different people when we're at Used Car Week that we maybe wouldn't have met before. And so uh, everybody there is willing to talk. It's not uh, and communicate and, ed and network and educate. So it really is. It's probably one of my very favorite events. Mm -hmm. It's good. Uh, so, yeah, uh, go to Used Car Weeks if you if you can do it. Sign up and we'd love to have you come. Yeah, there absolutely. You go. Absolutely. And if, any questions? And I like that tie. Really do call or text tie. 417-483-2764. He really wants to help. I know we're in our final segment, and someone's thinking, really? We're not done yet? Is there anything that somebody really wanted to mention that we didn't talk about? Or maybe didn't talk about enough? That shocks me. <laughs> but, I mean, it's good. Andre, uh, you don't have... Oh, it's Darcy. I, I have something. Back onto the transporters and storage issues i'm finding that a lot of um we get a lot of storage denials on the ones that we can charge storage um because the lender or our client is saying that well the transporter said that you you delayed the pickup because you wouldn't allow them on your lot and i'm like okay well i had three people call to set an appointment that never showed um or Nobody called to set an appointment or you didn't approve a key or, you know, like they showed up without the right equipment and somehow this is my fault. And they're like, nope, denied. We're not paying. You can submit it like 8,000 times, but we're still not going to pay you. And because the auction says it's your fault. Again, always oh, the repo. Wow. Well, fortunately, data does keep a log for us, you know, when we have to go in and cancel. Because the they're transporters cancel ever. all the time for various we reasons. Do. Yeah, or sure. just not show up or show up three hours late oh, and expect yeah. to still be able to get the car or show up because they like most of us have a VIN limit per half hour or whatever. So like, um, you know, they'll they'll schedule two appointments back to back, but they won't actually be able to take that many cars at that point. And then they expect to be able to come back, you know, either after hours or whatever. Uh, and we don't play that. Right. So because we do have a staging area. And if I have to move that car back, I'm going to charge you for it. I like, the, uh, I like the, um, well, can you just put it outside your gate? I'm guilty. I'm guilty. Let it get stolen. Oh, I'm and let the uh, repo exactly. guy have to pay I'm for guilty. the stolen car. Yes, please yeah. do that. Please that do that. That is wild, isn't it? I'm right? And, but the carrier cannot understand why that's a problem. Right. I'm guilty. I do. I used to do that all the time. Right. It would drive everybody crazy. So I would end up like, okay, what if I send Bobby down there with his car? 
to pull it out and get it off your lot. I don't care what you do with it. Just not, I'm not pulling it out and I'm not putting it out. I'm like, okay, well, send Bobby down to get it. But it, no, that's it. I've done that. Now I'm glad I, I don't do that anymore. And I've been a dispatcher on the phone with a driver saying, yeah, just tell him to leave it out or, you know, <laughs> leave it out. Leave it out. We're, Car we're dealers do it all the time. That's the problem. Hammer. They put the keys in the Coke machine and all that. Yeah, underneath the ashtray, the big ashtray out and, front. That's where and, the key is. And what's important, the important takeaway here is, again, of all the different, because I will ask, John, I'll say, and I have did a dispatcher training series. Boy, am I embarrassed. You know, of all the locations we could pick up at, dealer, auction, residence, man, I'll, we'll do anything before trying to figure out the repo lot and when you're looking at a load board in that fashion like what are we gonna we just need three good paying cars this is what we're up and so i think the point is back to you vaughn is that yeah we got to figure out a way to educate listen man repo shouldn't be the last on your list i don't you know we yeah. can do that. Yeah. That's what ATI is here for. Yeah. If clients start paying storage. You'd be surprised how many employees we could hire. Yeah. Man, that lot. Ooh. He goes back to go. storage. Yeah, because that's a huge complaint. You're right. Is oh well, this repo lot's a pain because they can only I can only yeah. pick up you know three hours a day or whatever. Well, that goes right back to you know uh, us us not getting paid for services that we're already completing or these lower fees. And so uh, with when the when we are paid for the services we provide, then we can expand our staff and we can, you know, expand our hours and and be more available. I think most of the people on this call probably are available, you know, if not four or five days a week. But um, you know, some of our colleagues that have smaller companies, they don't have the capability to, you know, um, be there twenty four seven to to release vehicles. What, what, it really is a communication issue. Well, free, money, though, isn't yeah. it? Right? Well, yeah, that's what I was just about to ask, yeah. is if the load had an increased rate at a repo lot, do you think the transporters would prioritize going to that lot then? There is. That's, that's what's interesting. The psychology of the price. There's a certain point where this thing's paying enough, let's go for it. But we're still not excited. But we're going to go for it. And, but if there's enough bad experiences, the psychology of that price goes even higher. What makes what I'd wonder then though is is the lender or the bank already at a loss on this vehicle to where they're feeling so pressured to keep all the costs down that this problem's not getting any better. So I, th I think the thing that's unspoken is that the bank don't see these expenses. Nope. Is hidden in the sale, so they just get the net proceeds of the sale. So they really don't know what they're spending for the transport of that vehicle to auction. Well, and let's just be honest, for the auctions, the transport isn't, you know, a revenue stream. It's not a, it's not a, you know, a, a hefty line item. They're looking at, they want to get that, that car there as cheap and fast as possible so that they can get paid for the remarketing of that car. I might disagree with that just a little bit. We'll, we'll we'll table that one, but I, I I've been doing some digging around on this one, and uh, we're we're gonna have to have what we did with you guys originally when we brought you on and we kind of had that little fight and then we eventually got rid of the repo hammer. This is a topic we're wanting to bring some of our auction people in on, because we're wondering there's a who sets the rate. Let's start there. Well, yeah, who sets we the rate on the transport. 
<laughs> I can tell you it's not us. Yeah. There you go. I would suspect it might start with a seed. Jay, where's your Ask Larry? Well, you, you want the... Uh, ask... What, I was who ask Larry. sets the okay. rate? Who does set yeah. the rate? Because, for instance, I had a company that I had dealt with for a really long time that has a lane for, for several clients, and, and they were amazing, and we had a really great relationship. Someone recent uh, this year, when they rebid the lane, they lost that lane. Somebody bid them for cheaper, and the company that I've been having to deal with after has been sort of a nightmare. Yeah, well, I'm not going to say it. Uh, I think I know the answer. So what we'll do, Jay, if you make a note, we've got enough friends now that I think we could put together a show to get that answer. And I think it would be a good show because you could also talk about titles. You could talk about recon. You could talk about repo. We can bring some of our repo friends on, some of our transport friends, maybe All some right. title people. I mean, it could be a pretty cool show. I, I totally agree. Who sets the rate? is also a big if i ever say that on a thursday everybody's yeah it goes they groan like crazy yeah, yeah. and i i think vaughn really vaughn's on to a lot right here i'm listening to vaughn i'm watching him paying attention but there's a lot of there's a lot right here just this part so uh i want to personally say thank you everybody i really appreciate you guys um I know I'm not shutting the show down, but I just I do appreciate you guys a lot. <laughs> no, no, nobody go we... anywhere, but I just want to let you know. I'm not. I, I mean, hey, I just want you to know. Say goodbye. So, uh, Jay, you what? mentioned that the one um, used car week session, but and you did kind of mention mm -hmm. about David John is going to be on a panel, but mm -hmm. I believe John Newberry and Todd and Jenny. I don't know if you're on that panel. But they're going to be on a panel uh, for Ooh. Used Car Week as well. Which I'm not on, yeah. yeah, I'm not on that particular panel. I'm going to be on the panel for women in collections and recoveries. You know well, yeah, uh, Jenny is being honored this year. Go, Jenny. For Go, Jenny. Recoveries. Oh, Thank so. you. So is Brianna. She's being honored, too, for the 40 and 40. <laughs> oh, wow. Shoot. All right. Um, Look at that. It's like an well, award there's show. There's a couple panels. So I think Dave Johns is going to be on the one with Jose Delgado from Location oh, Services. Oh, he is. All right, was, oh, I think yeah. Thank Dave. you. I didn't know where to go. Okay. Before us. Oh, here it is. So on Monday at 3.30, yeah. Jose is having a repo transportation um I I th I, yeah, I think they're still editing that because they have a few people that yeah, they're going to add. I was added last minute. So yeah, they haven't changed it yet. Um, and then, um, and then the state associations, uh, the repo state associations, are having a panel too. And I think that's going to be Todd uh, Darcy's husband from Indiana and um, Lauren from Tennessee. Um, Help me out here. It's Wednesday. Oh, there's Todd. Repo Florida, track Indiana. workshop. There's repo every day at Used Car Week. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, we didn't used to be such a large part of Used Car Week, but um, we've really pushed the issue that we are super important to this ecosystem and need to be included. <clears throat> well, yeah. And I think uh, I agree with that 100%, and especially the client, because I think clients are there, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, our, our client partners, yes. forwarder partners. Um, yep. So what? So okay, nice perfect time. What do the clients need to know? <laughs> How much time do we have yeah. left? Yeah, we don't have enough time for that. <laughs> Start a whole new show. Okay, I mean, so I'm that's, not shutting that's it down or anything. Show. What are the clients? Yeah, I really need appreciate to know. you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm not sending. I'm not leaving, but I do appreciate you guys. Okay. The clients <laughs> need to come to our um, panel and listen yeah. at Use Car Week. Yeah. Yeah, but clients just need to communicate, and they need to be open to listening because, um, you know, it, 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 we can't have this a mindset of well, that's the way it's always been because the way it's always been doesn't work anymore, and so you know, um, the repo people have stepped up and 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 gone above and beyond clearly um, to to help our space. So the clients need to realize that that we're professionals and. You know, uh, we're needed, and and we we must be listened to. Um, you know, we're not whining or complaining. We're, we really are just genuinely trying to educate and communicate on on the issues so that we can resolve them together. Okay, so I've, I've been saying I kind of say this a little bit, and I don't mean it in a really negative way, but it it sounds terrible. But I feel like if the clients maybe don't pay a little bit more attention, they could experience a train wreck that they may never have experienced in the past. Is that a possibility? Absolutely, a hundred percent. Yeah, because you got, and I say this at, like in private conversations, so you probably shouldn't say it live on YouTube. But mm -hmm. I feel like the re the agents, it's a repo, is kind of. Right about here, maybe, or here. Transport guys are like, I don't want to have anything to do with it. Auction people are just doing whatever they're told to do. And so at some point, they're like, the cars just aren't moving. Sorry. I mean, is that is, is that just crazy talk? Well, it's, a real, it's a real possibility. Yeah, it really is. It's like going on strike without being a union. You know, you know what this is? The supply chain and the ports around COVID, I just it, it got nuts. Actually, I just saw another aerial view of Panama Canal. There are three times more ships sitting waiting to go through the canal than ever before. Something crazy. It, we're on the precipice of an actual real nutty bottleneck here, right? Stay tuned and find out next Tuesday night on ATI. I mean, it's good for the show, but, you know, it's not good for anything else. Yeah. Yeah, I think lender issues, um, you know, that's a whole show in itself. And we have had a lot of, of productive um, forward motion with our lender and but, client partners. But, um, you know, there's always room for some more improvement. Well, and it just occurred to me because there's a sound by repo is up. All right. Yeah, that's it. That's the story. No. Whoa. Yeah, we got we got yeah. bigger topics. We got way bigger conversation. Bigger than repo is up. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. To be continued. Then. So repo bunch was in April. We just did vehicle recovery roundtable. This was amazing. We got used car week coming up then in November, and we will. What do we do next? Do we have something we can do next, or we're good? We'll take the take a couple months off. It'll be NARS then. It'll be NARS. When is be NARS? NARS? Before we know it. Yeah. Oh, what is in April? the spring? In April. Okay. I believe it's April 11th and 12th, if I'm, if I'm correct. And that's going to mm. be in Florida again. So Here we go. ARA's having and a And Tony Long. And Tony Long. That's right. Hey, thank we you. know Tony. And ARA's having, you guys are having webinars. Maybe between the fact that we know now know everybody in your backyard. Is there if there's an opportunity for a video, video, a webinar, an education piece, let us know how we can help, please. I really think you know touching on the use of clear data and appointments and and get you know for you guys and, and 
your this you know the transport carrier side um i think that that's super important because you guys will be key in that getting that information out we could do that on a thursday on a dispatching live ryan we need to run your video Yep, we can do that for you. That's not a problem. Yeah, uh, let's I do it. I you a little demo there, too, that you can let's test Let's do a Thursday demo. Let's do it. Setting appointments is easy. That'll work. Be more than happy to do it. Oh, my God. We can change the narrative. What? Repos are easy. Repos are easy. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. That's the new logo. Repos, repos are, easy. are easy. I love it. Thank With you so much, everybody. Yeah, Let's man. make post repo easy because repos aren't always. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Post repo. That's great. We didn't even talk about equipment. That's why I love you guys, sir. So we can just. Uh, you know what? I actually had a couple of agents that are listening in right now. Like, let's talk a little bit more about equipment because Darcy yeah. uh, touched on it. But really, the issue is too is you have to know what kind of equipment you can bring to our lot or, or you know what you shouldn't be bringing to our lot because we're going to watch you attempt to load these cars and then we're going to laugh and ask you to leave because you didn't bring the right kind of equipment or mm -hmm. you know what you can and can't bring on to an agent's lot right like we don't allow trailers and semis and, and car haulers on to our lot there's just it's just it, 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 it's impossible so you know can they I, load yeah. in the road i can't remember mm -hmm. so schedule you know, a non I didn't know Darcy. Sorry, Darcy just told me a new one I had never heard. No wedgies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. We'll talk about that later. But I, when I said equipment, I was thinking about yeah, your equipment. I'm telling you, this the stuff you guys have is nuts. Those LP, uh, LRP, uh, is LPR, that LPR, LPR. That is crazy. You got to go see that live. Whoa. Yeah, it is. We are technology based. You know, we are not the repo people. It's of a yesterday. video game. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, <clears throat> chances are we might, once you come, if you are coming up for repo, we might know where your car is so, before. <laughs> mm, they do. Yeah. Right. It's amazing. We know before Good stuff. Yeah. So that if we do another show, we'll definitely appointments make appointments and equipment. Yeah. Appointments there you go. and That's equipment. That's a whole show. Yeah. Perfect. Because I got to tell you, I mean, I don't want to continue talking, but. I, what you're talking about, I think there's a lot of guys have no idea what you're talking about right now. Like, and we're happy to educate, you know? So, yeah. uh, I mean, That's we great. It because and, we and the average car hauler can't show up with a flatbed. That's not even an option. I mean, mm. you know, they have a wedge trailer. That's all they have. Oh, I got a quick one for you. There's a I new uh, buzzword oh. coming around. See if anybody else has heard this buzzword lately. Drive away. What do you guys do? You guys ever have somebody show up and try to drive one away? Not not the customer, like yeah, oh, yeah. Almost every contract we have with our clients state that they can't drive away to transport. Mm -hmm. There's specific Ooh. language in most of our contracts. Whoa, okay, okay. that's how great. Many, all right, whoa, whoa, whoa. How many <laughs> how many guys do you have showing up that are going to daisy chain them together in like oh, a no. four to five car centipede? Do you, you nobody uh -huh. sees that? No, no, not there. That's that's after the auction. I it's do. a whole different group. I yeah. realize, no. but it surprises well, me too. with as many of those as I see. Well, no, yeah. this is interesting because I didn't know you couldn't drive away. So now, to me, that just makes it even worse for the lender. You got the repo people that have maybe had it to hear or hear. You got the transport guys who are running that direction. The auction people who don't know what they're doing and who's setting the rate, right? And now, no, you can't. Oh, I just need the car of my lot. Can we drive it? Nope. Well, we don't drive away repos either. 
So, you oh. know, even if the consumer came out and gave us the key, like that's just not a thing that we do. There's just far too much liability involved. And yeah. it's not, it's just not. A, a what cartoon best practice. describes what Ty just laid out? Like Wiley e. Coyote with like Elmer Fudd chasing, you know what I'm saying? Like that yeah. sounds, you're really painting a gnarly picture. No? I mean, I kind of... I'm seeing a crazy picture of what you're, you what you're describing. What you're describing as a business, I'm seeing as almost a horrific cartoon. The idea that all these things are going to play together, I'm telling you, it's nuts. Wow. Okay. We are, guys. We're a we're a horrific cartoon. Well, we're not. <laughs> it feels like sometimes. But it feels like it sometimes. That's what I'm talking about. Thank you so much. That's great. Okay. <clears throat> that was great. Nice to see everybody. Thank you, guys. <laughs> I was like, what'd you do? What'd you do? <laughs> that okay. Just well, one you know, second. the hammer was such a hit that you know. Yeah, you, it was you a hit. Keep trying. Okay. John, John, I'm almost sure that I met you in. Orlando, because I yes. remember, I'm looking at your logo and I'm like I know that logo. Okay. Yes, we met. Thank you. I feel a lot better now. All right. Good night, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Thank you all so much for being part Thank of the Vehicle so Recovery Roundtable. Hi, everybody. Thank you, Thank you very much. Bye. For enduring the madness. See you Thursday. We love you guys. We love you guys. Oh, thank you so much. We really love you guys too. We really appreciate it. That was awesome. All right. And that's a cut. Okay. No, I, I can't help because it, the thing is that um, one of the jobs that I have to do is I have to look at all of the fragments of the village. And I know, I, I'm positive, I know there is somebody watching live or on demand that is like, what are you guys talking about? It can't be that crazy. And the person thinking that it's probably the lender, right? Or the consigner. There's no way it's that crazy. It's that crazy. Just the transport going, just, well, booking the load and then going to the agency lot and finding out that they, they missed their appointment or... They booked two appointments. I heard that one, too. I could totally see a carrier doing that. Booking two back-to-back -back appointments, hoping they make one of them. I guarantee that happens once a week. Every week. Um, they were talking about equipment that you can't take on the lot. I'm telling you, there's a significant percentage of transporters in the United States that thought they were going to get rich because they saw a YouTube video they got turned on to the number one load board. They don't know anything about that they can't bring their equipment on your lot. They have no idea. Or that they need a certificate of insurance or an appointment or what clear data is. They have no idea. None. I do a show every Thursday called Dispatching Live. And you should check it out. Lose a few brain cells, but... This is auto transport. I mean, people do whatever they want. I'm not saying they should, but they do. And then you add the repo component. Plus, they have no idea even why there's all this compliance and rules. They have no idea. They don't know who a lender is or why it's going to the auction. Psh, psh. They have no idea. 
So, I I am I apologize. If, you know, if I take it off the rails with such a long show that I know I and here's what it's, what's challenging. I realize that what I should be trying to do is trying to have like a highbrow conversation where everybody's got their briefcases and their pencils ready. I know that's what most other media are doing, but I'm not learning through that. That's I'm not learning. And I also know, like, when I go to the trade show and I see the same thing on the stage that I just described, man, I'm not learning. In fact, I'm looking... Look at... Next time you go to the show, I, this is going to hurt. Whew. Look and see how many people are on their phones sitting in the seminar workshop buying shoes and stuff. People aren't learning. Stop with the highbrow and the whatnot. We got to call it the way it is. And explain to people what we're talking about. And somehow get the attention of whoever, I don't know, whoever has all these cards and needs them moved. And and I've read that they're already, the moment a repossession happens, they're already at a loss. Well, that sucks for all of us. Man, I don't know, dude. I don't know. It's ATI out of business. We ask the questions, we paint the gnarly picture, and we try to do it every week for you, for the ecosystem. I want to thank everybody for jumping in the live chat, saying hello. I want to thank Auction V Commerce, Location Services, uh, Transport Auto Quoter, Murphy Auto Transport, Super Dispatch, Rapid Recon, Auto Hauler Exchange, and everybody that was on the live panel tonight. Really, thank you so much. And even like, like Andrea Amico, that guy is so busy, and he hung out the whole time. Man, that is amazing. That is powerful. So if I got to take a couple shots so that, you know, um, everybody feels like it's worthwhile doing, man, I'll do it week after week. I'm Jay, your host. Send me an email, autotransportintel at gmail.com. Thanks for the super chats and the martinis. It means a lot. And just seeing folks still here in the live chat is incredible. That's a dream come true. Thank you so much for being a part of it. Um, we'll be back in... This is while we're wrapping up August. We'll be back in September with more stuff. Uh, still trying to, you know, adapt and, and get ready for what's next. So hang with us. Join us Thursday. Dispatching Live. You want to round out the month right? Join us on Dispatching Live on Thursday. That is one crazy show. We're actually going to talk about... Um, let's put the DL Thursday uh, in the link. We're going to be talking about uh, apps. Are there too many apps? Why does it seem like there's too many apps? Tracking, lots of technology stuff that it just isn't popular. We're going to talk about that Thursday on Dispatching Live. Please join us. I link in the live chat. Here comes the car hauler. Stay safe, everybody. We'll see you soon. Thank you so much. Peace out.